Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <coughs> Good afternoon and welcome to Watson Park. And 90 minutes live. A reaction from Summer League Division at 1 Central this afternoon. A big day at the top of the table of Southern League Division 1 Central with four of the top five meeting. Two of them are here in the shape of Ware in fifth place and league leaders Bedford Town. I'm being ill, full live commentary coming to you in association with our sponsors Asprey East Barnet. And I'm absolutely delighted that sitting on my right-hand side, our match summariser and YouTube guru, Simon Alamandi, is back. Yeah, good afternoon, Pete. It's lovely to be back and... Uh... Yeah, looking forward to this. Should be a, uh, a good game between these two sides. We know there was a, uh, a good game earlier in the season when we uh, went over to Bedford Town to watch that one. And uh, hopefully today we'll get the same result. Well, thankfully today we have got some football. The weather's taken its toll. Five games postponed in Southern League Division 1 Central, including Welling Garden City's home game against FC Romania. Harford against Kempston Town does go ahead, though, and we'll give you in touch with what's going on there. The two teams are in the tunnel and ready to come out. I wonder if you saw the YouTube preview of Paul Halsey on this game. Basically, it's a must-win. I think I read that from the manager because we're at trail at the moment. 51 points, Bedford at the top of the table. We're in fifth, have got 40. 11 points between the two. Winner here for where? That could be an interesting situation. Winner here for Bedford. And, of course, they will fancy their chances. A lot of football to be played, Simon, but we are certainly beginning the business end of the season. Yeah, yeah, we're slowly getting there, aren't we? And yeah, the, the thing is, there's still plenty of football left to play, but uh, you know, this is the part of the season now where, uh, where things get exciting and uh, you know, a few nerves start to uh, come across, I'm, I'm sure, for you know, the players and uh, you know, trying to uh, you know, consolidate your position and, you know, and, and fight for that top five place. Well, let's give you the uh, team news. As far as we are concerned, just one change from the team that won 5-0 at Coney Heath this time last week. Dave Kendall back from COVID replaces the suspended Lewis Rose. So they will start with Brad Robinson in goal, Marcus Milner at right back, James Mully at left back. Two central defenders will be Chris Arthur and Dave Kendall. In the centre of midfield will be... Uh, Tom Bruno and Lee Rose with Talfi Skandari, we think, and in the roaming role as Liam Dolson will play on the left, Robbie Buchanan on the right in support of Liam Hope. On the bench, Josh Williams, Ali Dogan, the goalkeeper, Albert Adu, Retchen Esprit and uh, Maven Vignesvaran. As far as uh, Bedford are concerned, their manager Gary Setchell makes two, three changes from the team that won 1-0 against St Neot last week. So they start with Alex Street in goal, Drew Richardson, Joe Steele, 
Rory McCauley, Charlie Sanders, Hugh Alban Jones, Connor Tomlinson, Callum Donnelly, Jermaine or Rene Howes, he's better known, Joe Butterworth and Lewis Michio. On the bench, Craig McHale, Smith, Will Summerfield, Dan Walker, Danny Setchell and Sean Keane. The referee is Lee Hartlett, or is it Hartley? I'm not sure, but uh, we'll call him Hartley. That's what was on the team sheet. He's supported by his assistants, Michael Scott and Lee Bellinger. So we're just about to uh, get underway. The crowd are a little slow in gathering. They are gathering now, though, and it uh, does look to be another decent attendance here at Wadsham Park for uh, one of two matches of the day, really, in uh, Southern League Division 1 Central. The other one is the meeting of Burke Hampstead in second against fourth-placed North Lee. We'll let you know how that one goes on. Bedford, all in white, are going to kick us off here, kicking from right to left here at Wadsham Park. Our commentary position, bang, on the halfway line, and away we go. So Bedford Town and Ware, a real cracker, as Simon was uh, talking about earlier in the season at the Erie. Ware won that 3-2, and I think their first-half performance was probably as good as they played all season. Talvi Skandari, outstanding on that occasion. Bedford will want to put that right. They won't want the lead doubles worth being completed by Ware over them as uh, Lee Rose goes to the ground. And it's uh, a little bit of uh, hugging with Callum Donnelly on the ground there. It's more like Love Island and suddenly Division One Central, isn't it? Oh, I was just thinking there's kids here, boys. Should they keep it clean, boys? You know? Okay, Tom Bruno's going to take the free kick for Ware. He's about 15 yards inside the Bedford Town and a half, right hand side of the field Dave Kendall's come up from the back here is Dave Kendall goes up header goes up and uh, flag goes up as well for a foul on that far side of the field so it's going to be the goalkeeper Alex Street experienced keeper captain's Bedford these days 30 year old played uh, over 450 games for Kings Lynn before uh, moving to Bedford and already here there's some Bedford down fans in the house to add to the atmosphere at Watson Park. Steals kick on the far side, kept in play and then headed forward by James Mully to uh, Liam Hope on the halfway line. This ball, though, is cut out and Steele will get it again deep inside his own penalty area. Goalkeeper in uh, orange with uh, black shorts. High ball, the how goes up, manages to win it. Chris Arthur goes down, doesn't win the ball, and coming away on the far side is Connor Tomlinson. Turns it back to the edge of the area, it's put back in the area. Lee Rose has missed it, and in the end, it's Robbie Buchanan who will get it away for where, but only to the halfway line. And Joe Steele. Steele's long ball forward was looking for the run of Connor Tomlinson, but uh, Lionsman's flag up. And so uh, Brad Robinson comes out. Tomlinson, I think he looked lively when we saw him last time. He's only 20, started at Luton Town. He'll play on the uh, left-hand side. Long ball forward by Brad Robinson. Up goes Liam Hope, wins the ball well. Robbie Buchanan's got a chance here, but coming across is McCauley. Head the ball down. Ball goes further down the touchline, but only as far as Marcus Milner. Milner can't control it. Ball goes out of play. We are throwing to Bedford. Seven wins on their travels this season. It's their 12th home away game of the season. They've only been defeated twice. 
They've won at Waltham Abbey, Gavi Island in the FA Cup. Never easy to win there. FC Romania, Coney Heath, Harlow, Didcot and North Lee. Bedford have got all three points from as Brad Robinson has to come out and scramble the ball out for a throw-in. They're put in trouble rather by Chris Arthur. So the throw's going to be taken on this near side by Luis Michio, the uh, Australian-born left-sided uh, midfield player. They play a bit of football in Australia with Manley. He will throw the ball in, looking for Tomlinson. He's robbed by Robbie Buchanan. Further down the touchline, McCauley gets their head of Liam Oat. Helped forward by Robbie Buchanan. Overhead kick by Alban Jones. And uh, ball threaded into the area by Michio. But uh, Brad Robinson will go out, collect it. Find James Mully. Had space closed down, but Skandari as well. Tries to find Mully down the touchline. Can't do so though, and the ball goes out for a throw in. It's on the Bedford's away record, where I've got a good home record here, of course. One ten of 17, six draws, only defeat coming against Harlow. And uh, both teams level on 56 goals for the season. The uh, joint league top scorers coming on this uh, left hand side is Michio. Michio turns the ball back to. Uh, Callum Donnelly, Donnelly's ball inside the box is a decent one, but uh, good defending by Tom Bruno in the end. And Buchanan may be able to bring things away here. A thumping challenge comes in on this near side by Joe Steele, who wins the ball away from Buchanan. And uh, Dave Kendall just scrambles it out of play, away from the attentions of Tomlinson. Throw taken, Alvin Jones gives it back to Michio, who crosses over Renial going to break on that far side to uh, Richardson though, does well to Rob James Mully, the ball bounces off of Mully and uh, well it doesn't it, it goes out for uh, what the referee says is a goal kick so 90 minutes live here in association with Asprey East Barnet, our sponsors keep you in touch with our Hartford are doing against uh, Kempston Russ a big game for Hartford against Kempston going to pull away from uh, those uh, positions at the bottom of the table the second in the run of eight home games at the Lomo Bar and Grill for uh, Ben Hurd's side Brad Robinson's going to restart here with the left foot ball lands midway inside the uh, Bedford Town half Joe Steele got the final touch on it and uh, Lee Rose thought about the quick throw but uh, thinks against it and leaves it to Marcus Milner he's midway inside the Bedford Town half on this near side of the field looks for Liam Dolson Liam Dolson down there with Michio Liam Dolson managed to get the ball across but in the end on keep it in play and it goes out we have got two of the league's leading scorers here Rennie Howe has got uh, 20 goals for the season 15 of those uh, in the uh, league, his second leading, leading scorer in a Division One Central, Liam Dolson, currently fourth with his 13 goals this season. And uh, it's the man who's been leading it all has been uh, Bernard Christie of AFC Dunstable, 17 league goals so far this season. Long kick forward onto the head of Dave Kendall. Buchanan will bring it under control on this near size. He's surrounded by white shirts. And in the end, Steele nicks the ball off him. Uh, Robbie kicks the ball away, and uh, referee wants a little bit of work with Robbie here. So, uh, just a little bit of petulance. Cut that out, I think, is just a word from the, uh, from the referee. Steele prepares to take the throat for the Eagles. 
on this near side of the field. Robbie gets the lecture from Mr Hartley. And Steele will take the uh, throat for Gary Setchell's team. Down the line, running out help controls him on his chest. In goes Milner with, uh, in the end with Michio. And uh, Marcus Milner does a decent job. And where win themselves a throw in. Hemmed in right down by the corner flag on this uh, near side of the field. Frustrating the afternoon for football fans. Rain pelted down. Games are called off and the rain's uh, almost stopped now. Always a frustration. Going to be a fair bit of Tuesday night football played in the next couple of months, I think, if this weather continues. Marcus Milner will take the throw in for Ware down on this near side. Lee Rose can't get his head to it. In the end, Auburn Jones helps it on. Michio can't control it. It's an air shot by Marcus Milner. And in the end, Dave Kendall will let it run out of play for a goal kick to Ware, which uh, Brad Robinson will take. And uh, very much two teams sounding each other out at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lively start from the two teams, but uh, as you say, you know, pretty, pretty even, um, no, no real chances for either side, but uh, you know, like you say, I, I think they're just getting the feel for each other in these uh, in this opening few minutes. Eight minutes gone on 90 minutes live, nil nil at Watson Park, because all oh, that was surely a shove in the chest on Lee Rose, but Buchanan will bring the ball away, and then he gives the ball away and uh, brings down Charlie Sanders for a free kick to uh, Bedford. Bedford got away with one there. That was certainly a foul on uh, Lee Rose by uh, Steele. But, uh, Alex Street will take the free kick midway inside his own half. Is the Bedford Town goalkeeper. If you are listening from the Bedford area, by the way, welcome along. Always good to have uh, away supporters listening to us on uh, 90 Minutes Live. Wherever you're listening from, if you're listening from outside these shores, of course. Good afternoon and uh, welcome. Have a lot of uh, overseas listeners that uh, listen to our Step 4 football here on uh, 90 Minutes Live. Ball's inside the web penalty area at the moment. A referee, uh, see, well, he's just dropping the ball at the feet of uh, Brad Robinson. So, uh, Brad, who's, uh, he's only missed one game this season, Brad Robinson, one that he wouldn't have wanted to missed, of course, which was the uh, Hartford Derby. Unfortunately, he went down with COVID. Long kick forward, decent one as well. As Buchanan's making the ground on this near side, but in the end, uh, bounce goes over the top. In the competition for place on the right-hand side, of course, Josh Williams has had a hamstring problem, which probably is part of the reason why he's on the bench. But Robbie Buchanan's form has been good as well. And uh, can certainly see the way Ware have lined up. A little bit different to of late. Skandari's playing on that left-hand side. Liam Dalton playing the... Uh, Number 10 rollers would befit his shirt at the moment as uh, Milner threads it forward off to the head of Rennie Howe, who really is Mr Bedford Town. He uh, was born in Bedford, started off in their under-9 team before uh, making a little bit of a tour of, uh, of football and then coming back to his hometown club and one of signing his proof, 20 goals this season. Down the line by Milner, as uh, Michio and uh, Lee Rose clash and the ball goes out for a throw-in to uh, Bedford. Uh, Lewis Michio's gone down holding his face, but uh, I think he's going to be OK. He's right in front of the bench. The uh, physio, Jazzy Dolby is the physio. That's, that's the best name for a physio this season. I, I like that, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of anyone being called Jazzy before, so that's... Uh, 
Yeah, that's a, a bit of a music connection there, I suppose. Your surname's Dolby. You want something music-related? Chad's is good first name that I have. Franny out and throws it away from Lee Rose, who uh, shows good strength, then gets shoved to the ground. Referee not interested, and Don Bruno clears for where. Liam Oates just trying to keep it in on this near side, but can't do so. The ball will run out for a throw-in to uh, the league leaders. League Burke Hampstead by uh, three points. Burke have got two games in hand, though. AFC Dunstable uh, third, Northley fourth, Ware fifth, and Wellington City, of course, are six. Two games in hand on Ware, only two points behind. Top six have uh, got themselves a little bit away from the rest. As uh, Marcus Milner will clear, long ball upfield, steals under it. Heads the ball forward. Scandari was the first to react. Selvin Jones puts pressure on him and the ball breaks to James Mully. Far side. Mully's ball down the line, though, couldn't pick up Liam Hope. And it goes all the way back to Brad uh, Robinson in goal. Certainly 56 goals each in the league this season. You can see it with Bedford. Every outfield player has scored this season. And uh, when you look at the bench, four of the subs have scored on the bench as well. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only Sean Keane is the only player in the squad today, bar the goalkeeper, Alex Street, who hasn't scored this season, which uh, is some record. They've had 17 separate goal scorers for their uh, goals this season at Bedford Town. Throw down the line, pounced on by Mully as uh, Skandari gets it for where? Skandari has to go backwards for uh, Chris Arthur. And uh, in the end, the ball breaks off a Rennie Howe and goes out for a throw-in for where on the far side. Always tell us a decent crowd at Watson Park when the uh, low stand on the far side is fairly well occupied. Brad Robinson's got it. Long kick forward by Brad. One bounce and uh, Liam Dolson could be in the air. A street comes out and uh, makes a decent save in the end. But... Uh, Certainly his defenders, Charlie Sanders, made it a little bit difficult for him. High ball forward onto the head of Kendall. Bounces on the uh, halfway line with uh, Hugh Ormond-Jones. He's another one, played football uh, abroad, played for uh, Hercules B team in Spain and Benidorm as well. There's uh, Liam Dolson wrestling with the ball on that far side. Richardson's long ball, Tomlinson was the first to react and... Uh, Brad Robinson slices out of play under the trees on the far side. Give Bedford Town a throw in. So Drew Richardson, the 20-year-old uh, former Arlo player, who's uh, playing right back 
this afternoon will take the throw. Alban Jones offers and then the ball bounces off a Skandari and goes out for a throw in again. Here's uh, Summerfield inside the area and uh, in the end plays the ball out of play on that far side and it all comes to nothing for uh, Bedford. James Mully's going to take the throw for Ware down by the corner flag. He's got uh, every look about being a very tight encounter. It was almost a game of two halves at the Erie where Ware was superb in the first half. Bedford came back at them in the second half and uh, Ware just hung on for the 3-2 victory. Long ball by Chris Arthur on ahead of Liam Hope. Dalton's trying to pounce on it but Alban Jones does well. Long ball hoisted forward from the back by McCauley. And, oh, Brad Robinson almost lost it. Slid, and uh, Tomlinson couldn't react, and Brad got it the second attempt. Long kick forward, looking for Liam Hope. Bounces over him. Can Skandari keep it in? No, he can't. And uh, ball will go out for a throwing interest in this tactical switch, Simon. And Skandari down the left, Liam Dolson playing the 10 position. Not something we've seen very regularly. No, no, I mean, we, we know Alfie and... Uh, um, Alfie can play all across that, uh, that midfield now. He's been on the left, he's been in the centre, he, he's been on the right-hand side. Oof. But uh, it's, it, it's, it's interesting to see uh, Liam in, in the middle and you know sitting just behind uh, Liam Hope as well. Ball just put into the area and ooh, there was an opportunity shot fired in and it bounces off a mully. It was Butterworth who couldn't get it under control in the end. And... Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'd like, the, I'd like Skandari involved a bit more in this game. He hasn't been so far. He does get a chance to get involved in that uh, number 10 position. Lee Rose bringing it forward for Ware. Skandari has got it now. It's a turn backwards for uh, James Mully. Mully's ball bounced in the end on the far side of Richardson. And uh, in the end almost gave Ware a problem. Kendall's almost put them in trouble there. And... Uh, we're struggling to get out of their own half. The challenge came in from Alban Jones, which robbed Liam Dolson. Kendall's headed it down to Rennie Howe. Rennie Howe tries to turn it to the side to Butterworth, but uh, still opportunities here for Bedford. Ball across the box. Header comes in. And it's saved well by Brad Robinson. It was Joe Butterworth's header. And the first glance, either team have had a goal. Yeah, yeah, f- first uh... You know, real effort on goal, but you know, easy save for Brad, pretty much straight at him, and uh, you know, obviously still remaining nil-nil. But uh, yeah, yeah, opening chance to uh, to Bedford. Long kick by uh, Brad Robinson, wasn't the tallest, but went uh, straight into the arms of Alex Street. We've had 60 minutes here at Watson Park. Getting a bit gloomy out there. Hope the floodlights are going to come on as uh, Skandari picks the ball up far side. But he's had most of his possession. His own half has Taufi Skandari so far. And uh, once again, Ware have given the ball away. High ball from Callum Donnelly and uh, flag up on the far side. And uh, Ware take the kick quickly. Brad Robinson will find Marcus Milner. Milner, midway inside his own half. Has turned backwards again, though. Brings in Dave Kendall. Kendall approaches the centre circle. Far side, finds James Mully. Mully down the line, looking for Skandari. And uh, Ware get a free kick. Rennie Howe's push on the back of James Mully. Ironic cheers from the home crowd. Ryan's got a bit of running to do on that far side as he sprints out over there. My word, he's kept fair over Christmas, hasn't he? Well, he went over there. Yeah, he, 
he's absolutely <laughs> rocketed over there, isn't he? He's not quite Liam Dawson quick, but he's, yeah, that was that was quick for him. I think he was waiting for a bit of action. James Mully's got up and said, "Well, I'm all right." So he's got to walk all the way back around the pitch. Bit, you know? yeah. So Tom Bruno is going to take the free kick for where? Far side of the field. About 10 yards inside the uh, Bedford Town half. Kendall's come up from the back again for where. James Mully's just being sent off to come back on again because he did get some treatment from Ryan Maxwell. But, uh, Tom Bruno's kick. Bruno's kick, a street back pedalling, and uh, well, we've seen a mitten from there, but uh, we've got to go some to beat a goalkeeper as experienced as Alex Street from uh, that kind of range. So Street will uh, take the uh, goal kick for the goal away to the right-hand side. We'll be seeing Bedford this time next week when we'll be at the Lomo Bar and Grill. They're the visitors to uh, Hartford Town. After that, they've got another away game in Oxfordshire against Tame United. Played more home games than anybody of uh, Bedford, so we'll have a few away trips. Dalton can't pick the ball up, and Butterworth's got it back for uh, Bedford. Ball chipped out over on that uh, far side by Sanders, but... Uh, in the end, it's gone out for a uh, Bedford throw, which will be taken by uh, Drew Richardson, the uh, right fullback. So uh, five games off because of uh, the uh, weather conditions, but we'll keep you in touch with uh, what's happening elsewhere. Neil Neil at Hartford at the moment as uh, on that far side of the field, the ball is put across and Brad Robinson collects it from the cross from Drew Richardson. Very comfortable take for uh, the goalkeeper who uh, came in at the beginning of the season and really played much at this level and has made that jersey his own. It's been a really good signing as Brad Robinson. He's Michio coming forward, chips the ball over the run of the lively Tomlinson. Tomlinson on this left-hand side with Dave Kendall. Oh, Kendall tried to keep the ball in there. Well, he could have let it run. Ball will break out for Donnelly. Donnelly puts it across the box, over the top of Howe and over everybody and goes out harmlessly enough for a goal kick to where. Quite sure what with Dave Kendall there. I think he could have let that ball run, but uh, tried to keep it in and uh, almost put his team in trouble. So Brad Robinson will restart. As far as where are concerned, Waltham Abbey away this time next week. St Neots will be the next visitors here on the uh, 22nd of uh, January. Long kick forward by Brad Robinson. The header comes in from McCauley. Howe will let it bounce. Find Butterworth. Mully's there for Wears. Those Tom Bruno, and they sort it out between the pair of them. Here comes Tom Bruno, looking to release Liam Dalton. Dalton's away down this left-hand side. Out comes the goalkeeper Street, and just uh, side foots it out of play for uh, a throw-in to Ware. Dalton hasn't had a chance to show that pace yet. When he does get going, we know how dangerous he can be. James Mully's going to take the throw in for Bull his side. Down by the corner flag on that uh, far side of the field. Interestingly, the lights are on on the uh, 4G behind the goal, but uh, not with us at the moment. It's a bit gloomy, aren't they? Well, I'm surprised the ref hasn't actually signalled someone to, to get them turned on. Mully's going to take the throw in. Mully's throw onto the edge and a good header out by Sanders. Back in by Mully. Oh, evades everybody. And Michio will get it clear on this near side. 
for Bedford down the line for Tomlinson on the halfway line controls it away from Robbie Buchanan brings in Hugh Auburn-Jones Auburn-Jones goes backwards for McCauley McCauley midway inside his own half Tomlinson had started the run where Bench uh, claiming offside there wasn't a flag up but uh, McCauley overhit it it went out of play fairly harmlessly and uh, there we go I think someone's listening to us so the floodlights just come on uh, and it's nice that, yep, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight on that side. So, uh, fingers crossed, we don't get any uh, repeat of what happened here in the East Arts Derby. Headed down by Steele over the top of Liam Oates, a free kick to where on this uh, near side. Halfway through the first half here at Watson Park, it has been tight and cagey. The two words you can describe this one. Only one real glimpse of goal. And uh, two teams who know, I think, quite how much this match means to both of them. Tom Bruno's going to take the kick for where? To the edge of the area. Up goes Liam Hope. Good error out by uh, McCauley. Butterworth's ball on this near side. Looking to release Tomlinson, no, and couldn't do so. The ball goes out of play. And once again, it's a throw on to where? Dave Kendall puts it down the line, but still will react easily. And Bobby Buchanan closes down the space. That's a good job. And the ball goes out of play for a throw-in, which uh, Joe Steele started his career at MG Dons. He finds uh, Rene Howe. Ball forward by Donnelly. Chris Arthur gets there first. Milner's there with Rennie Howe. Finds to find Michio on this near side. Rennie Howe trying to hold off Dave Kendall. In the end, wins a throw in. Throws it into the box where Butterworth had made progress. And that's a good error out by James Molly. Because uh, Tomlinson was sniffing round about the six yard box. And it's gone out for a corner on this near side, which you, Alvin Jones, will take for Bedford Town. Umbrellas have gone up again as the rain starts to fall at Watson Park. Auburn Jones corner. I one to the bank post. All go up. Good header by Dave Kendall. Managed to get it away. Rene Howe was sniffing away on that back post. He did score a back post error against Ware in a game of the Erie. That came from a free kick, not from a corner. So this corner has been taken by Luis Michio on the uh, far side of the field where have kept Liam's Hope and Dolson forward. This one's gone towards the near post, well defended by Skandari, but he's going to get another opportunity to take the corner on this far side. A little bit of concerted pressure from the league leaders. Corner comes across, near post again, another good header out by Skandari. Looks for Liam Dolson, because it up midway inside his own half, then, uh, well... Manages to win it away from Walburn Jones and does well. Finds Tom Bruno. Possibilities for where it can get Robbie Buchanan in. Here he goes. Buchanan. Goalkeeper's out to the edge of the area. Buchanan was being held without a shadow of a doubt by Charlie Sanders. Didn't go down and the referee played the game on. Well, never want to see players go down, but I feel that if Robbie Buchanan would have gone down then, he would have got himself a free kick as Robinson comes racing out of his goal to uh, beat Rene out to it on this near side throw to be taken by Lewis Michio for Bedford Town Michio for Donnelly Donnelly further down the line for uh, Michio Michio's cross is a decent one Tomlinson back heels it to the far post where there's an offside flag up 
against Drew Richards. I don't know about that one with Robbie. Had he gone down then under challenge from Sanders? I thought he might have got a free kick. I, I think I think you could well be right there, Pete. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, that's, that's the thing. Like you say, you know, we want players to you know to stay on their feet, but sometimes they they try too hard to stay on their feet and it, you know, have that little stumble effect and. Yeah, sometimes they can be better off, you know, not trying to save themselves so much and, and going down. Yeah, and sometimes you don't want them to go down softly, yeah. but I think that would have been fair enough if we had gone down. And sometimes I think referees maybe don't give as much advantage as they should do. But uh, ball over uh, his head by uh, Butterworth to uh, Chris Arthur. Oh, he's given it away. He's given it back to him. It's Rene Al, the ball breaks on the edge of the area and Brad Robinson, alert as ever, comes out and collects it. Long kick forward, talking about being alert. Here goes Lee Rose, but uh, steals out. Street, rather, is out and collects the ball on the edge of the area. Certainly worth a try. Lee Rose was uh, in advanced position. 11 goals this season so far for Lee. Not a bad tally when you consider the games he's missed as well. Long ball forwards, Rene Howe battling with uh, Kendall. as Lee Rose, Butterworth manages to win the ball away from him. Richardson for Alban Jones, who takes it away from Skandari. Drew Richardson got a chance to put the ball across the box. He does. Over Tom Bruno is Donnelly at the far post. Michio drives it in, cleared by Marcus Milner. On the edge of the area still is Donnelly. Donnelly puts it through. His Michio slips as he tries to get the ball across, hits the frame of the goal and goes out for a goal kick. So where did well there get players behind the ball, made it difficult. And in the end, there wasn't a chance that came. But, uh, Paul Halsey, is, uh, he's in animated mode this afternoon, I think. In the, uh, in the technical area. It's absolutely pelting down with rain here. That idea with me looking at the weather app, thinking I'll leave my umbrella at home, doesn't look too good at the moment. But, uh, plenty of time for that, of course. Sort itself out. Brad Robinson with a goal kick away to our left-hand side. Lee Rose goes up, wins a good header. Oh, Dodson couldn't take it on. And McCauley will bring it in the opposite direction for Bedford. Finds Donnelly. Donnelly's ball down the line for Connor Tomlinson. who will have to go some to keep that in and doesn't manage it. Yeah, it's one of those days that you're very glad you've got big stand roof and over the top of you and you're not out there playing. It really has turned horrible, hasn't it? It has, yeah. I mean, it's like it was earlier. Actually, we pulled it down early this morning, didn't it? Which uh, obviously led to a few of the go- today's games being called off. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's coming down here. And- OK, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we were, we were undercover. 28 minutes of the first half gone here. At Watson Park. 0-0. And very little in front of goal so far. 
as Marcus Milner cleans the ball as far as Tom Bruno. Is Rennie Howe, though, on the edge of the area? I think it's about the shot, takes a deflection and spins its way to the edge of the six-yard box where Brad Robinson will come out and collect it. He's the only goalkeeper I've had a save to make, but to be honest, it was one of a fairly routine variety. We haven't had a clear-cut opportunity in front of goal so far. Robinson chips it out for Marcus Milner, heads it down the touchline, but Liam Oak won't be able to keep it in. And uh, it will be a throw right in front of us here to uh, Bedford Town. First goal is always important in Bedford's games, very important. One twenty and drawn two when they've scored the first goal. At Bedford Town. In fact, you have to go back some time that the last time they gave up a lead in a game it was January 2020 when they went on to lose 5 4 at home to North Lee. Every time they've scored first since then, they've won the majority and drawn those that they haven't won as uh, Lee Rose cannons the ball off for Rennie out and gives away a throw in where I've got a pretty good record of 115 this season when they've scored first goal. I have lost twice, once here against Harlow when Robbie Buchanan scored an early goal for them and once at Barton Rovers when Liam Dolson opened the scoring after 12 minutes and they conceded uh, a real sucker punch two minutes from time from Chris Regis which uh, condemned them to a 2-1 defeat. Lee Rose is, well, clashing with Donnelly. Michio picks up the scraps. Here's Tomlinson, got a goal under his feet. Controlled it now. Auburn Jones fires in the shot. And into the bottom left-hand corner, blast Brad Robinson. Hugh Auburn-Jones opens the account for Bedford Town. It's his third goal of the season. And after half an hour of the first half here, it's where nil Bedford Town won. That, that was one of them low skimmer shots, wasn't it, for Brad? You know, it, was, it was bounced just before him. And I don't know if he was a little bit unsighted as well with it, but sometimes that, that can be difficult to, uh, to, to save with, with those ones that bounced just before you. And, and also, you know, there was a fair bit of pace on the ball, and you know, the ball's going to be wet as well, and I, I imagine it just skimmed off his gloves. Well, remember that statistic where I've got to prove that they can put it to bed. Last time was the 25th of January 2020. Bedford scored first and lost a game. Plenty of time, though, for where to get back into this one. The trail by Golden Neal, though, as James Mully will pick it up far side of the field. Mully goes well, tries to go across the halfway line as his progress blocked by Richardson. And the ball will break out of play for a throw-in to Bedford Town. Charlie Sanders, the uh, big number five, will uh, take the throw in. Down the line, bounce off the head of Skandari for uh, Marcus Milner. Marcus being put under pressure by Butterworth, finds Robbie Buchanan on the halfway line. Buchanan has to come deep. Tom Bruno's ball forward, looking for Liam Obu, wasn't offside. That was an intelligent run by Liam. He's got steel at his back and uh, he's outnumbered with Auburn Jones being there as well. And in the end, the ball goes out for a goal kick to uh, Bedford Town. Well, plenty for Paul Wolsey to think about. There's been nothing in this game, but where have not posed a threat? And that's uh, the worrying thing from uh, 
side playing at home. I don't think this formation works for me at the moment. I'd like to see Liam Dawson on the left and uh, Skandari playing the roaming role. And suddenly, well, not sure whether someone's listening to us on the bench, but that's exactly what's happening now. Skandari's going centre and Liam Dawson's going on the left. So throw a long kick forward. Michio chips it to the edge of the box. Next goal in this game is going to be paramount. We do not going to go 2-0 down against the league leaders. We we'll get it and uh, it's game on again. Chris Arthur's long ball forward, but uh, once again beats everybody. And Street will come out and collect it comfortably inside his 18-yard box. Street right-footed downfield. Tom Bruno goes up. Good win. It's a header against Butterworth but it bounces off of Scandari's arm. And will go out for a free kick inside the centre circle. Bedford Town this time next week as well for us at the Lomo Bar and Grill. Following that a Tuesday night game. Welling Garden City against Waltham Abbey. Following that Welling Garden City against Harlow. That's the next three live games on the 90 minutes live. Next I'll be watching where will be the 29th away at Harlow. Long one, forwards, and oh my word, Sanders will know he should have done better with that. He and Rennie Al were not on the same wavelength. Where had left a pair of them. And where got away with one there. Milner forward, looking for Robbie Buchanan. Liam O picks it up on the RFI line. Shields it away from Steele, finds Tom Bruno. Bruno's high ball though, he's headed out by McCauley. Liam goes up, but uh, the ball will break to Butterworth, who has his pocket picked by Skandari. Finds Dolson on that far side. Dolson drifts inside for Tom Bruno. We need a better possession on all. Oh, Michio on the edge of the area. Almost go bed for the problem. And Butterworth to skise it towards Tomlinson on this side. He looks suspiciously offside, but brings it under control. Marcus Milner is the defender. Tomlinson to the edge of the area. Michio for Tomlinson. Oh, it's Butterworth. And there's a flag up on that far side as the ball goes in to the back of the net. Once again, we're just giving a bit too much space in that 18-yard box, but uh, flag on the far side coming to their rescue. The trail here by Golden Hill. Hugh Auburn Jones on the half-hour mark. The skimming shot into the bottom left-hand corner has given Bedford down the lead. Kicked forward by Robinson. Up goes Buchanan. Looks a thumping header by McCauley. Puts it out of play on this near side for a throw-in to the home side. Ten minutes ago before the break at uh, Wadson Park. Half-time, we'll have uh, the return of the half-time sequence. Where, uh, we'll be chatting about all sorts of things and uh, keeping you up to date with what's going on in Southern League Division 1 Central. Tom Bruno, far side, brings in James Mully. Mully comes forward for Ware. It's got Dolson outside him. Here is Liam Dolson. His first touch wasn't the best. And then the end, Bedford managed to scuff it clear. And uh, foul on that far side. It's going to be a free kick to uh, Bedford. Home fans just getting a little bit frustrated. I think it was Sanders who went down. And uh, Street, Alex Street, will take the... Uh, free kick, if you hear a bit of patter here's the rain absolutely thumping down on top of the stand here it's pouring down at Watson Park it's 
means the population of that stand on the far side has doubled with people trying to get out of the rain as the uh, ball bounces on the edge of the area for uh, Dave Kendall. Al puts it in, up in the air by Milner. Further up in the air by Skandari. Robbie Buchanan's beaten to it, and then it's thumped forward by uh, Lee Rose. But it was a weird player down who got a bang on the head. Looks like Tom Bruno who's down. And uh, this time I think he will need a little bit of treatment. Well, Ryan was a bit slow out of the blocks there. I think that last one worn him out because he's not running on so fast there either, is he? Well, let's hope uh, Tom is okay. He did take a bit of a bang, so we're going to have a bit of a stoppage in play here at uh, Watson Park. As far as we know, still at the Lobo Bar and Grill, it's uh, Hartford Town nil, Kempston Rovers nil. I'm telling you, uh, looks like Bergamston North Lee is still nil nil as well. The other game uh, prominent to the top of the uh, table the games that are off by the way uh, Aylesbury United against Waltham Abbey Biggleswade against Harlow Barton against St Neots AFC Dunstable against Kidlington and uh, Wellingarden City against FC Romania all three of those games are off nil-nil uh, it's uh, Hartford against Kempston Hartford have got uh, certainly Matthew Racine playing his uh, second game, the centre of defence. I liked him a lot when I saw him last week. He's like a very, very good signing. He's played uh, quite a bit of football abroad, was uh, brought over by FC Romania and uh, certainly looks to have been a very, very good signing by Ben Hurd. Tom Bruno's uh, sitting up, so he's going to be OK. He's still got a uh, delay in play here. That uh, Wellingarden City game means there'll be another Tuesday night at uh, the Utilitar. And the fact that Ware and Hartford aren't playing many Tuesday nights means it's uh, very likely to be a uh, commentary game. Sorry, Wellingarden City. I think I'll see Jordan Watson just yeah, walking down just, here. Just walking down past him. Uh, that was nice and long queue, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must have known. There we go. I suppose, obviously, they've not a game. And, you know, he's, he's still got friends and, and here at the club. So... Uh, yeah, don't see why I wouldn't pop down, and uh, yeah, nice to see him. Jordan Watson, uh, Wellingarden City's current uh, top scorer. As uh, they make a push for the uh, playoffs. And certainly I think they're going to be, well, I think they and where are going to be there or thereabouts. Tom Bruno is, well, I think said he's going to be OK. I think he's not going to be, because I think Rich and Esprit is getting ready. Tom Bruno is uh, very gingerly walking towards the sideline. Don't quite know what it is. Whether it's, uh, I think he, he really is struggling, isn't he? I yeah. mean, he's, he's stopped now to, to take a break, and he's, he does not look very comfortable at all. He, he looks in quite some pain, and uh, this isn't the sort of news that, uh, that Paul would have wanted. Well, they're down to the bare bones, as it were, of the squad. No doubt about that. And uh, I don't think Tom Bruno's going to be able to continue here. So, uh, and Esprit or Albert Adu would be the options. Albert has just come back from COVID, so uh, looks like the, uh, the teenager is going to get the nod here, and Rechen Esprit is going to come on for uh, Tom Bruno. So, uh, could involve a slight change of tactic. I mean, Esprit is a very versatile lad. He can play anywhere in the central midfield. Round of applause for Tom Bruno, who makes his way. So it's not been a good start to this game for where They trail by a golden nil, and they've lost Tom Bruno. Wretch and Esprit comes on. The uh, teenager 
teenager full of promise, of course. I think Lee Rose is going to play slightly further back and Esprit is going to be pushed slightly further forward. Well, we know he can pick out a pass and that's something that's been lacking in the final third for Weir so far. Butterworth goes down under challenge from Esprit. His first involvement in the game gives Bedford Town a free kick far side of the field. Five minutes ago before the break, but I think we'd have three or four added on because of that uh, injury. So the kick is going to be taken by Hugh Alban Jones, the uh, goal scorer. He's uh, pointing to where Liam Dolson is, but now high ball forward. Up comes Robinson under real pressure from uh, Steele, I think it was, on this uh, near side. And, uh, no, in fact, it was McCauley and that uh, flag up and free kick to where, which uh, Brad Robinson will take with the uh, left boot. Kick lands midway inside the uh, Bedford half on the best of headers by Saunders. Second one wasn't either. Liam Oates gone up. Liam Oates gets an elbow from McCauley. The where players are not happy at all. And uh, we'll see what happens here. Liam Hope's gone down. This again will be a worry. And Liam's not moved either, which is a big worry when someone goes down. Ryan's going to be called in again. Referee's got McCauley there with him. Crowded shout and elbow. I'm not too sure. What did you see at our son? Yeah, I, I, I'm not quite sure because it... I mean, you, you say Liam, you know, you see him down there. The, the players are all crowding around there and it's, it's all getting a bit, little bit heated. But... The Bedford Town players are going up to Liam and sort of trying to not, not kick him, but you know, nudging with his with their foot because he's not moving. And why, why, I don't understand why they're doing that because you know he, he's clearly gone down. He's clearly been fouled. Just, just leave the guy alone. And, and well, it's still happening. Still going on yeah. between the players. Still happening on the edge of the area. The referee's there with McCauley. He hasn't uh, done anything yet. In terms of a card, it's got to be a red. There's a man in the crowd. Well, let's see what Mr. Hartley does. Rory McCauley is still talking to him. That's a straight red, say, the crowd. McCauley's walked away. I don't think the referee's even produced a card here. No, he hasn't done. Uh, that's not going to be popular with the locals. But um, Liam's back up, which is, uh, which is a good thing. But uh, he's going to have to go off. And uh, well, the referee's given a free kick but not produced a card, which is interesting. So he must have seen something, but whatever he saw, he didn't judge being serious enough to uh, produce a card. Mm. Anyway, let's see what we can do here. It's about 20 yards out, just to the right of the D. Liam Dolson's there, James Mully's there, Retchen Esprit is there as well. It's going to be Dolson or Spree as Mully walks away. Liam Hope's just having a little bit of a word with the uh, Bedford bench, saying, well, I don't know, but something hit me on the side of the head, which uh, I think was the case. But uh, James Mully has come back in a contention here. Bedford have got a four-man wall. Donnelly just detached from it, just to, the, uh, just to the left of it. Referee waiting to blow the whistle. He does. It is going to be Liam Dolson straight into the wall. Second one straight into the wall. Spree chips it forward. Iskandari goes in. But there's a linesman's flag up on this near side of the field. So 
wall did its job. You're going to have some bend and go round it. I mean, Liam tried to pile drive it through the middle, which uh, never the best of tactics. So uh, Street will take the... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Or free kick, rather. For... Uh... Bedford Town, last minute the half, but uh, do suspect we have another three or four for the uh, stoppages in play we've had during this first half at uh, Wadson Park. Alex Street looks like the sign was four to be uh, added on. That's probably just about right. Far side of the field, Mully goes up, wins it from Richardson, but Kendall's got defending to do on the edge of his own area and thumps it out of play on that. Uh, far side for a throw in to Bedford, Drew Richardson will take that throw in for Tomlinson, Richardson gets into the box, out by Chris Arthur Buchanan's in a chase with Michio here, Michio manages to get there first, tries to turn it down the line, in fact he does turn it down the line, he's got some bend on that, keeps it in play, oh my word Milner's gone down under challenge from Donnelly, who's flown at him and Marcus Milner wants a little bit of a word with the referee. The referee's given the corner and uh, couldn't see 100% the angle here, but Paul Horsey is absolutely apoplexic and the edge of the technical area. I just saw Donnelly fly in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I saw. That, that dugout and some of the crowd are, are in there to weigh a little bit for us there. But Donnelly's gone flying in and, and Marcus has sort of just ended up on his feet. And it did not look a great challenge at all. And Marcus well, is telling him exactly what he thinks. Referee's kept his cards in his pocket and where I've got defending the dude from this corner. Alban Jones, high one to the back post, headed back in and should be cleared by Robbie Buchanan and is. A spree goes up with Butterworth who thumps into the youngster this time. Again there was an elbow. Well, it's all happening here. Wretched a spree, absolutely poleaxed. Butterworth's down as well, and that time I did see an elbow. I mean, let's, let's have a look at that uh, again. Let's have a look at the replay. We're just having a look at the replay here as the ball comes up. In goes Butterworth, and there's an elbow involved there for me. Respree is absolutely down. Him He's there. absolutely. Well, referee is. Yeah, I think I think if the referee produces a yellow card to McCauley for that first one, we don't get this. And I think this is another example of a referee who hasn't produced a card when he should have done, and suddenly the game's in danger of getting out of hand for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've said it you know several times before. 
during the season, haven't we? You know, that, that these referees, they need to get a grip on the game. And if, if they're letting so many challenges go and they're not punishing players for them, then that's what happens and you, you, you see things get out of control in the game. You know, we've seen, oh my word, he's booked Liam Hope. Well, the referee has booked Liam Hope for protesting. I, I just don't like to see that. I mean, let's let's kind of have the challenges where players might get hurt, eh? And uh, are not not the talking back to the referee because we've had a couple here. We've had three in quick succession where players could have got hurt and the referee has done nothing, and yet he's booked Liam out for protesting. I think that uh, just about sums it up from uh, our referee, Mr. Hartley. Is he going to have a word with Butterworth? Oh, a spree's back up, which is good to see, and. Uh, Butterworth's back up as well, which and, and, is and equally he's, good. He's, but he's, he's, he's oh, no, 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 Mr. Hartley. Come on. You know, I know we're biased, but I, I think you asked nine out of ten people in the crowd here who think the referee has got that completely wrong. Absolutely farcical from the referee. As Rennie Al picks it up on this near side. Michio will put the ball across the box. Here's Donnelly, heads it back in, and Robbie Buchanan will get it clear. Well, good spur the home side on, of course. A little sense of injustice. A steal robs Liam Hope, finds Auburn Jones, and the rain is cannoning down here as Auburn Jones hits one towards the A10 over the top of the crossbar away to our left-hand side. But plenty for the crowd to talk about at half-time here. It's not been a free-flowing game with loads of goal-mouth opportunities. But uh, what it has been is uh, in the last five minutes or so, and my word, this is absolutely monsoon. Even the people in the front of the stand in front of us are moving back here. It is coming down in stair rods at half-time here as the referee blows the whistle. I don't think the players will be too upset with that and a chance to go in. Well, half-time comes at Wadsham Park with the score, where nil. Bedford won, and not surprisingly, Paul Halsey wants to work with the referee. Well, Marcus Milner's had a chat with him, and Paul Halsey's going to have a chat now, and he's pointing to the exact spot where Retchen Esprit was clattered by Butterworth. He's pointing, he's not happy, and, you know, to be fair, Paul's a man who wears his heart on his sleeve, and I don't blame him either, because uh, that's been substandard from Mr Hartlett in the first half. And uh, there's every possibility a player could have got hurt. He's not shown a card. And let's hope that he doesn't come to regret that in the second half of this one. The referee will uh, come in front of the stand here and get a bit of bird from the wear crowd, I'm sure. Because they won't be happy with what they've seen either. But it's a golden nail to the visitors. The league leaders are in front here. The goal scored by Hugh Alban-Jones after half an hour of the match. So Simon's going to uh, have a look and see what's happening with the other games which are taking place today. Five off, of course. And uh, I can tell you a few facts about Bedford's. Uh, So Bedford's got one of the largest Italian uh, communities in the UK, evidently. 10% of the town are of Italian descent, which uh, I didn't realise. And uh, also, around 1840, it was the time that afternoon tea was invented, and it was invented in Bedford, evidently, by uh, Anna Russell, who was the seventh Duchess of Bedford, 
because uh, she felt a bit hungry in the afternoon, so she requested the servants and said, can you bring me some light food and, uh, and a bowl of tea? And uh, she liked it so much that she inside fighting all her mates round in the uh, weeks and months uh, afterwards, and uh, hence afternoon tea was born. Now, the big, the big question, Pete, there, in Bedford, what goes first? Well, the jam or the cream? I can tell you the tea was Darjeeling. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about the jam and cream, I've got that. But uh, let's have a look and see what's uh, going on, if anything, going on elsewhere. Not loads. In uh, Division 1 Central, as uh, Simon says, not a lot. Berkhamsted nil, North Lee nil. And the other top of the table clash. Well, in Garden City was off against F3 Romania, as was Biggles Wade against Harlow, as was AFC Dunstable against Kidlington and Barton against St. Neots. Didcot nil, Coney Heath nil. Hartford are down at half time against Kempston. Don't want to see that. And uh, Team United 1 0 up against Wattentage, who are having just a terrible, terrible campaign so far. So that's uh, where it goes with the uh, half time scores. I know. Simon's got something left over from Christmas he wants to bring us in a minute. But just the final Bedford fact is, uh, well, not one for the teenagers, I'll admit, but uh, Glenn Miller, the uh, Second World War band leader, was actually based in Bedford during World War II, making broadcasts on the BBC, who shifted a lot of their music production to Bedford because of the blitz going on in London. And there's a bronze bust of Glenn Miller at the uh, Bedford Corn Exchange. So uh, connection between... Glenn Miller and uh, Bedford and just to uh, round it off it was evidently uh, a lot of some others do have them with Michael Crawford was filmed in and around Bedford in the 1970s I wonder if the famous roller skating one where he came out of the rink and <laughs> held on the back of the bus was uh, was filmed in Bedford <coughs> don't know about that but <coughs> there are our, our facts for our, our visitors from uh, Bedford Town so uh, come on, come on! I've yeah. waited long enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this, this was something I, yeah, that, I, that I was going to do for, for the uh, for the East Hearts derby, and I, I was listening to the radio one one day at work, you know, before then, and um, it was a certain um, afternoon radio show on a, on a radio station where they talk a lot about sport. Pete. <laughs> And, don't, know, uh, don't know it at all. So, and and they was coming up with footballers who, who've got names linked with Christmas and, and things like that. So I, I thought of a few, and, you know, I thought, thought of a couple of, of our local players, and I thought I'd you know, carry that on and, and do something similar for us. So uh, some are a little bit cheesy, but yeah, it's, it's like Christmas <laughs> cracker ones, though, Pete. So uh, it's our, our friend and, and, and stat man, do apologise, uh, Steve King Herod. Oh, cool. There you go. Yeah. And um, I mean, all, all, all the kids, obviously, you know, they, they want a, a crisp white Christmas, don't they? Absolutely. And uh, you know, what, what, what do you drink at Christmas? No, go on. You drink a lot of Elliot Bailey's. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's true. Um, there's uh, those well-known Christmas carols, a Colin Hay in a manger. <laughs> oh, dear. Once in Georgina, Royal David City. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like and, that. And uh, I, like, I like this one. Deck the Paul's, Paul Halsey with bows of holly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's Santa's reindeers. Yeah, of course, there's Rudolph Blitz and uh, a few others, and, and Dasher, obviously Dasher. known as uh, Liam Dawson. Liam Dawson. Yeah. Um, the, the, the gifts that they uh, there was three wise men, wasn't there? And uh, you know, they bought gifts to uh, Baby Jesus. They bought Maisie Thread Gold, uh, Carl Mernser, <laughs> and uh, Lewis Franklin Saints. 
What, what do you eat for Christmas Day, Day please? Turkey. You eat a, Chris, a traditional Christmas Gregor dinner. Oh, you, well, yeah, a Gregor dinner, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and, and I, I said about the uh, the wise men. Who went to see the wise men? It was, of course, the uh, angel spoke, go, go, spoke Gabriel. <laughs> um, you, you said everyone eats turkey, but uh, also people eat uh, a bit of Ethan Gammon. <laughs> Uh, there is, uh, of course, Hartford player uh, Jacob Santa Richards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And uh, you know, I mean, what, what, you know, day before Christmas, everyone gets a bit excited on uh, Christmas Eve Rams, don't they? <laughs> and uh, there was three wise men, like I said. Uh, there was also three shepherds. Obviously, Tommy Shepherd. Tommy, yeah. And uh, Ben hey, Shepherd. Tommy's here at the moment. Is he? His mum says he's feeling a bit cold. I'm, I'm yeah. not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And, yeah. and finally, the last one uh, is Father Christmas himself, St Nick Ironton. Oh. <laughs> there we go. I can just imagine him with a red hat and a white beard, to be <laughs> honest. So, uh, yeah, we, we weren't late for last Christmas. We were early for next one. Yeah. That was, yeah. uh, that was the way we did that. I was going to say, if you worked all that out, that COVID isolation just flew by, didn't it? It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly kept me busy. <laughs> and, uh, you were saying about the, uh, the crowd, so we've, we've got a little bit more cosy up in the stand now, haven't we? And, and those yeah. two ends from behind the goal have uh, yeah, suddenly got rather empty. And um, I, don't, uh, I don't blame everyone for that. Well, there's, uh, there's, there's one young lad behind the goal directly away to the left and there's a man with an umbrella on the other side fair play to him well I'm saying here I don't mind I don't mind getting wet so uh, sub watch uh, well sub watch is probably be the pitch conditions at some uh, places this afternoon but uh, Bedford have got all five out there warming up Josh Williams has uh, been a man on his own out there as far as where's concerned which uh, may suggest there might be a change Albert Adu hasn't uh, been out there obviously the uh, the other substitutes as far as we're concerned Marvin uh, Vignes Warren the uh, young left back and Ali Dogan the uh, goalkeeper wouldn't expect to see with uh, respect to the pair of them either of them uh, Joshua was a bit lonely out there taking that penalty to himself didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Slotted I'm, I'm in nicely. It away. <laughs> yeah, nice one into the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, uh, as far as 90 minutes live goes, let's just uh, bring you uh, up to date with where we'll be over the weeks to uh, come. Next week we'll be uh, with Bedford again, so if you're a Bedford Town fan but uh, can't make it to Hartford, then uh, we'll have live commentary on the Hartford against Bedford Town from the uh, Lomo Bar and Grill, donuts and all, this time uh, next week. Then on uh, Tuesday the 18th, we'll be at the Utilita watching uh, Welling Garden City, very much a team in form against uh, Waltham Abbey. We'll be there again on Saturday the 22nd watching Citizens play a Harlow. And then we'll be watching a Harlow again on the 29th when we'll be away at uh, Harlow Stadium to see them take on Ware. And a couple of uh, fixture rearrangements you may not have been aware of in uh, February. Ware's game against Hadley in the Hertfordshire Senior Cup will take place on the 8th of uh, February. We hope to uh, be there to uh, bring some commentary on that. I think that. I mean, they did tweet that out, the club did tweet that out. But there was also a couple of comments below. It. Someone said they thought it was the 15th, and Paul said it was on the 15th. Ah, so we'll okay. have to double check, we'll have to double check for, that one. Uh, for that one, just to make sure what date that is. Mm. Don't, don't want to turn up there on the 8th no, and, and be waiting true. for seven days. Yeah, 
uh, unfortunately, if he is the 15th, we may well not be there because Wellingarden City have rearranged their game against Berkhamsted, uh, which obviously will be a big, big game at the uh, top end of the table. So, uh, yeah, watch out. Watch out on our Twitter and the uh, club Twitters for that. If you want to watch... Uh, Highlights of our games and, uh, well, some of our controversial comments on some of the incidents that have happened. Make your own judgment because uh, they'll be going up uh, online on our uh, YouTube channel. So you can uh, have a look and see, uh, see what you think. And uh, also we'll have uh, the thoughts of uh, Paul Wolsey on the uh, Match Highlights channel sometime uh, tomorrow, whatever transpires here in the uh, second half at uh, Wadson Park. So Gary Setchell, the manager, has just uh, come out. He's, uh, I don't know, he doesn't look very happy, does he? I don't know what's going on there. No. Oh. No, he's obviously, uh, he's, oh, he's, he's just flashed a little smile at, uh, at a couple of people in the stand, so maybe he's, uh, maybe he's okay. But he's, he's left the team in there, he's come out a little bit early. And, uh, well, I got to go so down and sit down on, on the bench there. He's going to be fairly pleased, I think. The one thing you can say about the difference between the two teams, they've scored a lot of goals, but Bedford have kept 13 clean sheets this season and have been much tighter defensively than where have been. And uh, maybe that's shown in the, second, in the uh, first half of the game because uh, really there was very little for uh, where fans to get excited about. Having said that, there wasn't a lot at the other end either. I mean, the, uh, the goal that did go in skimmed across the turf, beating uh, Brad Robinson down bottom uh, left-hand corner. So, uh, certainly one thing, you look at... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, the fixtures that are to come, as I've uh, started to work out. I mean, Bedford have got seven at home and nine away, including uh, this one to uh, come for where it's an even split of eight and eight. Berkhamsted has still got ten away games to play and eight at home. Eight and eight for AFC Dunstable. North Lee have got seven at home and eight away. Wellington City now have got ten at home and eight away, which could be uh, quite prominent in what happens because they've got a very good home record of the citizens. So uh, with ten home games to play... And uh, if you actually work out, I've, I've out Steve King, Steve King, by uh, working out the average number of points that uh, teams have got at home and away from uh, each game. And uh, if you put that now to the fixtures that are going to occur for the rest of the season, then Berghamsted will actually be the champions. Away from uh, Bedford in uh, second, AFC Dunstable will hold on for third, Wellington City will be in fourth, and Ware will be in fifth. So... Uh, Things change, of course, but uh, if things stay as they were in terms of the number of points per game won, then uh, that'd be an interesting one. I'm, I don't know whether this is going to separate into a top six or, you know, we, we're going to see Harlow twice this month, and I think it's a really important month for them because uh, they're just a little way off that top six, and uh, I think you're going to need to be in the top six by the end of January to have a say. 
Yeah, I, I think, I mean, there are a couple of teams down there, aren't there, that uh, you know, are, are within easy reach of, of those playoff positions. But uh, it, you know, with, with these games, you know, they, they, obviously there's a few teams that uh, you know have got to play catch up. You know, some playing you know Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So uh, you know, especially this time of year, you know, if you, if you get a, a heavy pitch as well, it can uh, it can take a little bit of a toll on the legs on some of the players, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, two teams are back out then. And uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I only see eight players out at the moment as far as where. James Mully's come out to make it nine, so I can't have a judgment as to whether there's been any substitutions so far. But uh, Bedford have come out and uh, will be as they were in the uh, first half. So where need to get back in the game. They trail by a goal to nil. Liam Oak is uh, last where player to join us, so he's going to be as you were for uh, Paul Hawes' team. With, uh, Albert Adu and uh, Josh Williams, the two most likely on the bench. Michael Bardell gives the thumbs up to Liam Dawson, as uh, Lee Rose, in fact, is the last one to join us, along with our referee, Lee Hartlett, who, uh, well, has not enamoured himself to us on home ground, it's fair to say, in the first half of this one. So we're going to get us underway, kicking from right to left at Wadsham Park. Suddenly, Division 1 Central league leaders against the team in fifth. And it's Bedford who lead here by a goal to nil at half-time. Referee just waiting for the assistant to get in place on that far side. Checks everything. Thumbs up for both his assistants looks at the watch blows the whistle and away we go in the second half here at Wadsham Park 90 minutes live in association with Asprey East Barnet full live commentary with Peter Hill and Simon Alamandi as we're come forward with Skandari puts Dolson in left hand side here is Ian Dolson Sanders it's a defender the ball cannons off him and goes out of play for a corner so where we'll have an early corner. Tom Bruno's not going to be here to take it. So Retchen Esprit is on corner duty. A teenager number 15. Both Arthur and Kendall have come up from the back for where? Robbie Buchanan. In fact, it's going to be Buchanan who's going to take it. I was a little bit surprised when I saw Retchen Esprit there. But uh, Robbie Buchanan will take the uh, corner for where? First minute, the second and a half straight into the arms of the goalkeeper, Alex Street. I'll give you uh, team lineups when we get a break in play, but Tomlinson's breaking away here on the left-hand side. Skandari goes across to do the defending. He's done well to delay Connor Tomlinson, and in the end he gives a throw-in away. But that's good work by Daffy Skandari for where? Ball back in play quickly. Tomlinson's beaten this time by Marcus Milner. Milner can only chip it down the touchline, though, as far as Donnelly. Donnelly, high ball into the area, off their skims off the top of Chris Arthur's head. Mully gets her head of Renny Howe. Dalton back into the wear area for Arthur. They're trying to play their way out of trouble. He's got to be careful here. Chris Arthur goes outside Renny Howe and finds James Mully. Mully then dribbles inside. It's a little bit of a shove from Richardson and a spree. Plays the ball looking for Liam Hope. Controlled well by McCauley, who's had uh, a solid game, that elbow apart. In the heart of the Bedford defence. Well read by Dave Kendall. Midway inside the uh, where half is Robbie Buchanan. Is Taufi Skandari. Where have picked up the pace a little bit in this second half already. Mully coming forward. Rene Howe does the defending. 
Money plays it far side for Marcus Milner to come forward. Appreciative round of applause from the crowd. Milner finds Robbie Buchanan on that far side. Buchanan's got Michio in front of him. Buchanan goes inside Michio to the edge of the area, looks for a spree. But the ball goes all the way through to the goalkeeper street. So where with Brad Robinson in goal, Marcus Milner at right back, James Mully at left back, two centre-backs, Chris Arthur and Dave Kendall. Lee Rose, Retchen, Esprit and Telfi Skandari in midfield. Liam Dolson on the left, Robbie Buchanan on the right and Liam Hope through the centre. Here is Robbie Buchanan, finds Marcus Milner. Milner onto the halfway line for Skandari, who got it all wrong and the ball goes out of play for a throw-in to Bedford Town. We'll give you their line-up in a moment. Throw-in to be taken on that far side by Steele. Gets it back again from Auburn Jones, but uh, the run continued and the ball bounced off Dave Kendall and goes out of the ground. And we need a new one from Doug Attaway for our left. Kevin Game provides the, uh, does the honours. It'll be a throw-in to Bedford, far side of the field. Michio will take it. Gets it back off of Donnelly. Michio, though, is beaten to it by a spree up in the air by Auburn Jones. Esprit brings it down nicely and then feeds it forward. Looking for Liam Hope, McCauley's favourite to get there first. McCauley decides to play it instead of put it back to his goalkeeper and does well. Donnelly chests it down to Michio and it bounces off of Marcus Milner and another one goes over the top of the stand. So another ball required. Bedford to take the throw in far side. No doubt Weir have started a little bit quicker. Didn't have too much pace about them in the first half. Had more in the second. As uh, Lewis Michio will take the throw in for Gary Setchell's team. Michio down the line. Looking for uh, Richardson. Ball bounces out of play. Michio will take it again. McCauley's gone down on the uh, halfway line for... Uh, Bedford, don't quite know. No, it's not McCauley who's gone down, I think it's Donnelly who's gone down on the halfway line for uh, Bedford Town. That gives us a chance to uh, bring you their uh, team lineup, which uh, has Alex Street, Drew Richardson, Joe Steele, Rory McCauley, Charlie Sanders, Hugh Alban Jones, the goal scorer, Connor Tomlinson, Callum Donnelly, Rennie Howe, Joe Butterworth, and uh, Lewis Michio. So uh, some treatment on that uh, far side. The substitute is already warmed up and going to come on. So Danny Setchell is about to uh, come on, manager's son, who will wear uh, 15. So a change here called on for uh, Bedford. In fact, it's Steele who'd gone down. Joe Steele is the player going off, and Danny Setchell's come on. So an early uh, replacement for Bedford at the beginning of this second half. Let's see what that's going to move with uh, things. I think uh, Setchell's going to fit in at right back here. And uh, Richardson, who started the game at right back, is going to go left. I think that's how it's going to change it. As uh, down the line, the ball bounces off of Tomlinson, but uh, Dave Kenner will bring it away from where? Finds Liam Hope on the halfway line for Retchen Esprit. Esprit finds... Talfi Skandari. Skandari's got Liam Dolson outside him. Skandari turns inside. Skandari now for James Mully. 
Mully, left-hand side. Mully puts the cross with the right boot. Good header out by Sanders to the edge of the area. Esprit is wrestling away with Donnelly. Donnelly gives it away to Marcus Milner, but the referee gives Bedford Town a free kick. Midway inside their own half. Donnelly wants to take it quickly. He's no way he was 15 yards further forward from where the offence was. And uh, Tomlinson lets the ball go and Brad Robinson will have to go and collect it. Second half of games, where have scored 43 goals. Bedford have scored 39. And uh, that wear record, of course, last 10 minutes of game, scored 17 this season at Port Oise's team. The streets kick to the edge of the area. Setchell can't get it. Mully can. Here's Liam Dalton. Looks to release Skandari down the left-hand side. Here goes Tolfi Skandari. Only Liam opened the box. Dalton's coming to provide some more. And Skandari's pulled down rather cynically on this near side by Sanders. And uh, where we'll have a free kick. Left-hand side. Mully again. Having a little bit of word with the referee, and uh, well, certainly seen the yellow guards given for challenges like that. Well, let's see what Ware can do with the free kick. It's going to be taken on this uh, near side. Not quite sure who's going to take it at the moment because nobody's going anywhere near the ball. I think Robbie Buchanan is going to come across and uh, take the free kick. Chris Arthur and Dave Kendall have both come up from the back. Tomlinson is the only Bedford player forward, being marred by Marcus Milner. So, it's near side. In fact, going to be Delphi Skandari who's going to take the kick. For where? Referee just having a little bit of a word with uh, Satchel, who's a one-man wall for Bedford Town. Skandari's kick fired into the near post, headed out easily by Donnelly. James Mully forward for Retchen Spree, who's under it, almost giving it away, and Brad Robinson has to come out all the way to uh, way beyond midway inside his half when Tomlinson was breaking through and did a good job and uh, we've said it all season Brad Robinson reads those situations so well yeah he does doesn't he you know, he's come straight out sprinting out there and, and, and you know, made connection with that ball but he, he really is he's, and he's so fast off his line in those situations as well well it's going to be Street the opposing goalkeeper Alex Street who's going to take the kick from the goal away to the left-hand side. Bedford Town lead here by Golden Hill. Last time they won there, 6th of January 1996. Not to say there haven't been that many games between the two teams. have found themselves in different leagues and different divisions since then. They're in this division and they both hope to get promoted. But at the moment, it's Bedford who lead. It's Tomlinson. Tomlinson's at the edge of the area looking for Rennie. How? How fires it in? Good sight by Brad Robinson with his feet. He wasn't offside. No flag up, and Brad's produced a super save from the second top scorer in the league. Excellent stuff by the goalkeeper. So, corner, Hugh Alban Jones will take the corner for Bedford Town. In front of their fans in front, or behind the goal rather, away to our right-hand side. Puts one arm up and then another one of those high lofted balls headed back in by McCauley and thumped clear by Chris Arthur. Liam Dalton reacts, got Butterworth at his back, does well, turns away and then pulled down. And finally we're getting a yellow card. Well, the referee is going to show both Joe Butterworth a yellow card. 
That's a controversial yellow card for me because if Butterworth had got a yellow for the uh, challenge on Ratchin' Esprit, he'd be off now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we, we've said that he, uh, he should have pulled his card out of his pocket earlier in the game, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not you know, before time. But, well, like you say, I, I still think it's too late for him to have pulled it out. There's plenty of times that he could have pulled it out earlier in the game. And as I say, you know, that, that, that could have... Uh, that could have put down Bedford down, down to 10 men. Don't want to Benny for Paul his thoughts, because I know exactly what he's thinking, and it's that. Brad Robinson's taken the free kick from the halfway line. Lofted forward, but uh, straight into the arms of Street and collect it very comfortably. Tries to return it with interest, and James Mully did well to watch it. Just got the faintest of touches away from Rene Howe. Ball forward by... Uh, Lee Rose, but uh, it's put back into where territory, volleyed clear by uh, Dave Kendall. Ball lands inside the centre circle. It's not been one for the purists this game, no doubt about it. But, uh, as Butterworth picks it up, fires in a shot against his own player. Rennie Howe on this near side finds Donnelly, who chips it into the arms of Brad Robinson. And nothing doing as far as Bedford are concerned. Josh Williams is warming up for where. I don't think it's going to be long before he makes his way out <coughs> near side is James <coughs> Mully Mully forward tries to keep the ball in play Setchell will find Donnelly though Setchell coming down the line here he got the last touch on the ball but he's uh, been given as a throw in the Bedford Donnelly is uh, dancing his way up the touch line has uh, been told to retreat of the referee and he's going to be Danny Setchell who will uh, take the throw in for Bedford Town in fact he's going to leave it to uh, the big number five Charlie Sanders Sanders for Setchell again crowd thought it was a foul throw Sanders on the far side of the field brings in Michio Michio's ball forward is volleyed clear by Lee Rose Michio brings it down again onto the halfway line thumped forward by Richardson but uh, that one's going to go armlessly out of play. And it's going to be a goal kick to where? So 12 minutes, second and a half gone here. Bedford Town lead 1-0. Goal scored by Hugh Alban-Jones after half an hour. Commentary brought to you on 90 minutes live following our step four clubs where Wellingarden City and Hartford Town. As uh, Tomlinson's got it on the edge of the area, is Setchell with a bit of space to perhaps tee up the cross. Setchell, though, took too much time about it. In the end, he's won a corner, and James Mully did a decent job of getting in the way. So Bedford will have a corner on this near side. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now my Adu started warming up for wear as well. I think changes are imminent because they're just not having that effect. and not putting Bedford under pressure. Lewis Michio will take the uh, corner for Bedford Town. Near side of the field, a high one going for the far post. Rennie Howell was there, but uh, couldn't direct it anywhere near goal. And it went armlessly out for a goal kick. Brad Robinson thought about the quick one to uh, 
Buchanan on the far side, but uh, thought against it and will take the uh, goal kick. Interesting to get Paul Halsey's thoughts on Brad Robinson in the goal, but he has made an excellence over his feet in this half from Rene Al. Long kick forward, Skandari won't get that because McCauley's first to react. Marcus Milner will bring it down under challenge from Rene Al, goes all the way back to Robinson. He rather scuffs his clearance and it lands with Setchell. Setchell will pick out Butterworth. Butterworth back for Auburn Jones and his ball gives Howe too much to do on that far side. Marcus Milner's still got defending to do. Oh, he's giving it away straight to Donnelly. Donnelly will find Butterworth, fires in the shot, but it bounces off of Chris Arthur and goes out for a throw in the Bedford. That could have been costly. Marcus Milner puts his arm up and apologises. Danny Setchell will take the throw in for his father's team on this uh, near side. Tomlinson, Tomlinson turns away from Mully, fires in the shot, didn't get enough bend on it and doesn't give Robinson anything to worry about at all. So, uh, still, I mean, what can we do here? I mean, they've, they've changed Dalton and Skandari, but they're still not posing that threat, are they? No, no, they're not. They, they, they've not they've really had the chance to, uh, you know, to get involved in the game at all. And, I think, you know, Paul's obviously going to, uh, going to have noted that and he's going to be making plans to, uh, to change it. But it's, uh, like we said before, you know, like Kevin Coon was saying to us you know, before the game, they, they are really down to the bare bones. And, and with Tom Bruno going down injured as well earlier, that's, uh, that's not going to help out at all. Here's Tom Linson in a race with Chris Arthur down this right-hand side, but neither of them are going to win it. And the ball's going to go out for a, uh, a goal kick. We're very much down to the, uh, the bare bones. I know when uh, Simon interviewed him on YouTube, Paul came up with a quote of the week, the one word quote of the week, when uh, he said, can you tell us anything about the players you might be bringing into the squad? I just got no. So uh, sometimes you only to, need to one word. Paul, I didn't expect him to, no, to expand on it anymore. So uh, <laughs> I, I thought I'd ask Chico, you know, just in case he felt like uh, giving us a bit more information. He did say it with a cheeky grin as well. Down the line for Liam Dalton, still deep inside his own half. That's a long ball forward. And, uh, bounces away for Street to come out. Untidy passage of play. Goalkeeper's way out of his area on that far side. Tries to pull the ball down the line. Butterworth will put it on the halfway line from Michio, who volleys it clear to Brad Robinson. And uh, certainly if you're in neutral and you're seeing these two teams in the top five, you'd be a bit disappointed with the entertainment that's been off, on offer this afternoon. It's been one of those games you've got to watch, but it hasn't been one. And it's been full of uh, lovely flowing football. It's Skandari, we know he can produce flowing football. He goes down under challenge from Auburn Jones. And uh, referee now has got uh, another Bedford player to deal with who's gone down. So... Uh, going to be some uh, more action here for uh, for Jazzy to come on. Jazzy Dolby, the uh, physio for uh, Bedford Town. It is Donnelly this time who's gone down. So uh, we'll look and see what the uh, situation is with him. Meanwhile, Kevin Goon, Michael Bardle and Paul Horsey are there and can tell you that Berkhampstead have scored. Ali Bangura has scored a goal for Berkhampstead against North Lee. So top two are in front in the meetings of uh, four of the top five this afternoon Ali Bangura has scored for Burko they lead North Lee by a goal to nil last time we heard Hartford were a goal down 
at home to Kempston. It's going to be a disappointing one, that is. Need to get those points. And uh, Craig McHale-Smith has just come in front of us. Not many yeah, teams. I mean, that, that's, sorry, Pete. That, yeah. that game for half. That's, that's you know, one, one of those important games, like, like we always say, you know, about beating the teams around you. And uh, you know, I'm sure they'll be, they'll be desperate to, uh, to, to, to get back level in that game at least. Yeah, and after a fine performance against Waltham Abbey, you may or may not have heard on 90 Minutes Live last week, it's a bit disappointment for them. Uh, Donnelly's not going to play any further power here, so we're going to have another uh, substitution. So the injury's racking up a little bit for Bedford as well. Because they've uh, already uh, had uh, Joe Steele replaced. Donnelly is going to go off, and it's going to be uh, Sean Keane who is going to come on the uh, number uh, 16. He's a, he's a full-back, so uh, we'll see where he's going to uh, fit in. He's really a left-back, is Sean Keane. So uh, maybe he'll fit left-hand side. Maybe Richardson will push forward in the midfield. He probably is more of a midfield player than a left-back. But uh, Keane's gone there. And uh, Bob Wolsey making a very good point to the linesman, which I'll tell you about in a second. And we do get a break in play because uh, Liam Hope controls the ball well and finds Skandari inside the centre circle. Liam Dolson's on the left. Skandari. Skandari finds Dolson left-hand side. Dolson drifts inside onto the right foot. Edge of the area is wretching a spree. He tried the shot. Too many bodies in the way. But he was making a very relevant point there that the substitute should go to the nearest touchline. Whereas uh, when Donnelly came off, he was clearly nearer the touchline on the far side, but was allowed to walk all the way over to this side. So uh, you can you got to have sympathy, haven't you? It's a difficult job as a referee, but when things so inconsistent happen, you've got to have a lot of sympathy with opinion. Yeah, I mean, there, there was substitution earlier, wasn't there, that, that, you know, that went off um, on, on the other side. I, I know it's uh, so unmovable. So it's been in for a couple of seasons now, but... Yeah, you, you still see a lot of the time that the substitution's not going off at the nearest touchline, don't you? Here's Liam Dalton for the wear, thumps the ball against Alvin Jones and gets it back again, brings in a spree. Oh, he's pulled down. Oh, my word. Oh, referee's missed another one there. As the ball comes through, I mean, it was uh, first action for uh, Sean Keane and uh, a spree had his legs taken from under him right in front of us. And, uh, well, referee, I think, uh, you know you're listening now, what I think of today's referee. And uh, he's been poor as uh, the ball lands on the halfway line for Butterworth. He thumps the ball against Marcus Milner. Double change for where Thought this might happen. I think Robbie Buchanan will be one who will come off. Not sure who's going to be the other one. Oh, Telfie Skandari. That's an interesting one. Skandari's going to come off for Albert Adu, and uh, I think Robbie Buchanan will probably come off for uh, Josh Williams, but we'll wait and see. So uh, it's not been his best, it's got to be said, and uh, as thought, it is going to be Robbie who's going to come off. And uh, as Paul Wolsey would said, Robbie's going off from the far side, as he should have done. Alfie's coming off on the near side, as he should have done. So Albert Adu comes on, and so does Josh Williams. So uh, Albert is going to play in the Albert Adu position, as we know it. And uh, Josh Williams is going to go and play on the right-hand side. Right substitutions? Well, I, I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think Paul really had, uh, had too much more choice, than, did he, to make it. The, the only thing, you know, if he wanted to bring, bring Liam Dalton off was move Telfy back to this left-hand side and, and, and put Albert in the middle. 
but I, I, I can't disagree with what he's done there at all. Well, Albert Adu's waiting for a bit of history if he scores. It would be his 50th goal in a wear shirt, so what a good time to score it this would be. James Mully picks the ball up on this uh, near side of the field. Mully chips it forward, looking for Albert. Albert's lost it, and here's Liam O. Liam's inside the area, bowls the ball back. Liam Dawson! 1-1! Liam Dawson, 16th of the season. We're off right back in the game. Bedford didn't mark him. Liam O kept his head superbly. Unselfishly squared it to his strike partner. And Liam Dawson buried it in the back of the net. We're back at 1-1. Well, as, as I was saying, Pete, yeah, I, I don't think I can really disagree with those substitutions that Paul's made. I think it was the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 1-1, halfway through the second half. We're right back in the game. And Liam Dawson does it again. Number 16 of a quite remarkable first season for this young man. And they play from Royston Sounds Reserves. At the beginning of the season, it wasn't even sure he was going to be in the starting lineup. He's one of the first on the team sheet these days. Well, got a game in our hands now. Where one, Bedford Town one. Long kick forward by uh, the visitors. As Marcus Milner will take the throw in for Ware on the far side of the field. 44th goal scored after half time by Ware this season. Tomlinson up in the air with Butterworth. He's there with Milner. Both of them were trying to let it bounce, but uh, in the end it bounced away from the pair of them. And Esprit's done well. Esprit on the far side gives Josh Williams his first touch. Williams gives the ball away. Butterworth does likewise to Dave Kendall. It's Retchen Esprit inside the centre circle. Esprit, a lovely ball on this near side for Dolson. Paul Wolsey revving his team up. He knows how important it could be if they can get themselves a second goal here. He stand up 1-1. It's a spree. A spree's done well. It's a spree. Manages to get it across the box. It bounces off a satchel for a corner. I tell you what, he's a tough lad for etching a spree. There's nothing of him, is there? But uh, he's not daunted at all by the physical nature of the game. No, no. I mean, you know, like we say, you know, you know he's only a young lad. There's really nothing of him at all there but uh, you know, he, he gives as good as he gets absolutely and I, I think that's the, that's the mentality you've got to have to, uh, to play at this standard though Josh Williams is going to take the corner for where on this near side of the field only on a Tomlinson forward for Bedford Town Asprey goes looking for the short one but uh, Williams is going to put it to the far post going to go over everybody and go out for a goal kick disappointing delivery from uh, Josh Williams 24 minutes second half going here where one Bedford Town one they really need three points from this one but uh, one will keep them in the hunt particularly as uh, Burke Hampstead were 1-0 up against North Lee last time we looked at that one so this will uh, actually take where up in the fourth place if they hold on at this point they'll go above North Lee on goal difference as uh, the ball bounces on that far side. Ball pushed inside for Rennie Howe. Kendall's there though, and uh, Albert Adu looks to send Liam Hope going down on this side, but can't keep the ball in play. And they'll go out for a throw in to the Eagles on the far side. They've got one substitute left, where of uh, 
made all of those, forced into one in the first half when Tom Bruno limped off to be replaced by Retchen Hasbury. Then that double change just before the equaliser. So uh, the ball bounces off of Dave Kendall to uh, run here. How he's given it away. Mully, long one forward, looking for uh, Liam Hope. Really has put a shift in this afternoon, Liam Hope. Josh Williams has got it, turns away from a couple of white shirts. Ball forward by Milner, breaks then for Sanders. Auburn Jones, that's an intelligent ball for McCauley on this near side, who's then given the ball away. And here goes James Mully down the left-hand side, and uh, in the end, Sanders gets a lucky break as his intended clearance bounces off of Mully and goes out for a throw-in to uh, Bedford Town. Throw's going to be taken again by Charlie Sanders. The uh, centre-back onto the head of James Mully, who's uh, done a good job. He's an experienced midfield player, as James Mully, but uh, he's done well when he's been called at left-back, played a lot of non-league football, and certainly one of those utility players that's uh, important to have in your squad. As uh, the ball bounces towards another of them, Chris Arthur, but it goes over his head. Tomlinson gets the ball across the box. Oh, bounces off of Chris Arthur's boot. Goes up in the air and uh, Brad Robinson thankfully grabs it. And then long kick forward onto the head of uh, McCauley, who will find Tomlinson, who can't control it on this near side. Ball goes out of play. Mully for Retchen Esprit, surrounded in white shirts, still managed to get a boot to the ball. In the end, the ball goes out for a throw-in to Bedford. Charlie Sanders will take a throw-in for uh, the Eagles. Sure, they'll be uh, happy of a point here and only be their third away draw of the season. How about Andrew trying to bring the ball down? Mully reacts quickest. Forward, looking for Liam Hope. Liam Hope's here wrestled to the ground. and find. Oh, my word. Referee's giving it the other way. Well, Liam Hope absolutely wrestled to the ground. And, uh, I, I oh, think that just me. about sums up well, the referee's performance from today. Yeah, I think it does. Least said the better, I think, against Mr... I still don't know whether his name's Hartlit or on the, on the team sheet, or Hartley on the, uh, on the referee's website. To be honest, I'm not particularly bothered with his performance today. Just hope we don't see him again as... Uh, Lee Rose heads the ball forward. Esprit is beaten to it, but Kendall gets a good challenge in on the edge of the area. Take it away from Butterworth. Michio keeps the ball in play, but uh, where have got bodies on that far side? Trying to let the ball go out of play, and it does in the end for a goal kick to the home side. Hedford fans weren't impressed with that decision, but shouting from them behind the goal. Brad Robinson will take the uh, kick for where claw their way back into this one falling one goal down after 30 minutes Liam Dolson's 16th of the season that's them back on level terms here's James Mully Mully coming down the left hand side midway inside the bed for the half good ball finds Liam Dolson Dolson puts the ball across the area streets back pedalling but manages to collect it on the edge of his six yard box been more spring about where in the second half definitely well that luster at times in the first Paul Halsey I'm sure will be much happier with the second half performance he'll be even happier if they can grab another goal but uh, Kendall long kick forward Josh Williams reacting reacted well here's Josh Williams on the edge of the area Josh Williams is in the area Josh Williams it's 2-1 for where 
the substitute does the job. He waited for it to come down. He took his time and then he thrashed it past Alex Street. And Ware have turned this one on its head in the second half. 29 minutes of the second half gone. Ware 2, Bedford Town 1. Well, I mean, he's, he's taken that absolutely brilliantly. I thought he might have taken that a step too far. Uh, but but he, yeah, he showed his skill, he showed his talent there. Slipped it past the keeper. And, and as you said, you know, they've really turned this game around now. And uh, you know, the crowd are getting behind them. It's great to, to, you know, to see that. And uh, they, they've just got to keep their heads, you know, keep their heads calm and, and, and see this game now. Well, who'd have thought it? Where have turned it around? Fair play to Bullhorsey for the substitutions and Josh Williams who pops up with so many important goals, doesn't he? Has put Ware in front. Fifth of the season for Josh. The crowd are behind them. And Bedford here have got to come from behind. And let's relive that statistic. 25th of January 2020 was the last time Bedford scored the first goal in a game and lost. Long ball forward. Looking for Liam Hope. Liam Oak, oh, linesman's flag up for handball against Liam from the header from McCauley. Well, this will change things at the top of the table as well because uh, if it stays the same at Berkhamsted, they'll go level on points with Bedford, an inferior goal difference. But where will leapfrog AFC Dunstable and North Lee and go in the third? An important 15 minutes, most important 15 minutes of the season coming up for Bullwalls' team. On the halfway line is Charlie Sanders. Sanders, long ball, far side, looking for Michio, flag up. Lee Rose will collect the ball and bring it down. Well, wasn't too much action in the first half of note and some in the second note. You can watch it on YouTube, you can hear the commentary highlights tomorrow on our match highlights channel along with the thoughts of Paul Halsey. It's been another one of those where he's got... uh, He's got one of those watches that I've got that measures your heart rate. It will be really booming at the moment, wouldn't it? I, I, I think right. he could do with one, I tell you. He, 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 said, he said before, hasn't he? he? He said about needing a doctor on the bench with him. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sure he's, uh, yeah, his heart's absolutely pumping at the moment. Free kick taken by Brad Robinson. Dare we hope for an insurance goal? Albert Adup hits it and then goes down once again under challenge. Referee gives nothing. Chris Arthur heads it. Up in the air on the halfway line. Brought down by Liam Dolson. Good work by him. Finds Albert Addo. Albert just skips away from a couple of blue shirts. The ball rebounds on this near side. Bounces off of Albert from Butterworth. And goes out for a throw-in to Bedford. 13 minutes to go here at Watson Park. Where have come from behind to lead the league leaders by two goals to one. And if they do hang on, of course, it will be the league double against the league leaders as well, having beaten Bedford at the Erie earlier on in the season. This could be one of those afternoons where the season changes, possibly for both teams. James Mully takes the throw-in down the line, bounces off at the head of Auburn Jones and goes out for a throw-in for where on this near side. They won't worry, not in a hurry now. James Mully will take the throw-in for Paul Hawes' team. Looks for Albert Adu. Albert over his head, but uh, straight into the arms of Street. Long kick looking for Tomlinson. That's a good header by Marcus Milner. Tomlinson would have been in. Sanders controls it with a hand. Referee doesn't give anything. 
And uh, Charlie Sanders still coming forward, shrugs aside the spree. Rene Al finds Tomlinson. Tomlinson will bring in Butterworth. Butterworth forces Michio backwards and Michio won't get it. The ball goes out far side of the field for a throw in to Weir. Well, Weir have got a trip to Waltham Abbey next Saturday. And then St Neots, the visitors here the following week. Week after that, we'll be with them when they're away at Harlow. Always a, a good occasion when those two teams meet. There's uh, a spree really impressed again since he's come on for Don Bruno. But uh, this time it's Tomlinson deflects it to James Mully and Mully does well again. Brings in Donaldson. The spree's continued the run and that was important defending by Richardson on this near side. So Spree had made a really good run forward. Where have got the throw in. James Mully will take the throw in. And we are approaching nail-biting time. Quite got nail-biting at the area earlier on the season. It's going to be the same again here. With Ware holding on to a goal advantage. Lee Rose up in the air. A spree goes up. That's enough to deflect the ball to Mully. But uh, the ball's thumped forward looking for Tomlinson. But that's going to be too far. And Brad Robinson will go out and just watch the ball go across for a goal kick to where well Bedford have got a striker in Greg McHale-Smith who once changed hands for £2.5 million and they've got seven caps for Scotland on the bench at the moment but it's not like they want to use him as we've got 11 minutes to go and we're leading here two goals to one goals from Liam Dolson and Josh Williams putting Paul Halsey's team in the driving seat after they went in 1-0 down at half time oh come on referee Liam Oates just been absolutely... Sardis had his arm round Liam Oates' throat. And the referee... Has, he's still not... Surely that's worth a yellow card. It's, it's Come on. I mean, to, to be fair, from, you know, from what this referee's been like, I'm surprised he's even given it today. <sighs> but that, I don't see how that can't be a yellow card. I've got all these challenges that have gone in. And not one yellow card has come to the challenge. The only yellow, you know, it's the yellow card is for Liam, for Liam Hope. Yeah. Sorry, beg your pardon, there was one other. There was one other, but uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Chris Arthur's going to take the kick, streets backpedalling, and again, collects it comfortably. And, and that one other was one of the less controversial challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to feel sorry for Liam. He's had a real battering, and yet uh, he's the one who's ended up with the yellow card. Long ball forward, looking for Albert Adu. Albert does well to control it. Albert's inside the centre circle, brushing aside the yellow shirts, brings in Chris, or white shirts rather, brings in Chris Arthur, all the way back to Brad Robinson. Brad, long kick forward. Sanders is going to watch it, heads it back towards the halfway line. Lee Rose does well, heads it back into uh, Bedford territory, up and under from Mully. It's near side, and uh, in the end, the ball just skewed out of play by Richardson. Can't say James Mully's had it. James Mully's had a good game at left back. Yeah, I think he's yeah. played very well. It's, but I, I think that's what we come to expect from James Mully now. You know, he, he's coming and you know, he's, he's, he's so versatile. We've said it before, and he's got so much experience. And, you know, he really does add to, to this game. He's, he's, I think it's fantastic to, to, you know, to, to see him in, in a position that he's not so familiar with and put him in for performances week in, week out like he does. Well, talking about experience, 37-year-old Craig McHale-Smith has just joined us. Peter Barrett, Wickham, 
seven gaps and a goal for Scotland. So uh, amongst the teams that he's played for, as uh, he's gone straight up front. Ball up ahead of Retchen Spree, thumped forward by Satchel onto the chest of uh, Dave Kendall, who's had another dependable afternoon. With, uh, bearing in mind, of course, we've got two central defenders missing. Lewis Rose, who's uh, got a four-game ban, and Dan Rumans, who's here again today but still injured. As the ball bounces for Chris Arthur, who's thumped it forward and done well as uh, stand-in centre-back again this afternoon as Chris Arthur. Let's look at the watch. Eight minutes to go. Where, of course, we've got that record of scoring in the last ten minutes. Seventeen times they've scored in the last ten minutes of games. As uh, all goes out for a throw-in. Two balls this team. They lead the league leaders here on 90 minutes live in association with Asbury. He's put on it by two goals to one, having been a goal down at half-time. And been fairly unremarkable in the first half, I think even Bo Halsey will admit, but they've changed it, turned the game on its head in this second half. Long one forward onto the head of Lee Rose, solid header from the number four, but it'll break for Setchell. Sit on this uh, near side of the field, a little bit further down the line for Rene Howe. Setchell had continued the run. Howe's on the edge of the area, surrounded in blue shirts, goes on, down on the challenge. And Bedford have themselves a free kick to be taken on this uh, near side. Sean Keane, the number 16, will take it. For the moment, uh, where have got Liam Oak forward and Bedford have marked him. But they're uh, sending Setchell back now. So it's going to be Keane who's going to pull it in with the left boot on this near side of the field, defending to be done by Ware here. Leading by two goals to one. James Mully and Albert Adu are a two-man wall in the way. Referee is telling them where to be. In fact, uh, it's only a one-man wall now with James Mully. Brad Robinson looks happy. Up, one arm up in the air from Keane. Puts it into the near post and headed out. I think it was Albert Adu got the last touch to it. Good job he did stay at home. Ball breaks on the edge of the area. Thump clear by Milner. Picked up by Setchell inside the centre circle. Further forward only to the boot of Chris Arthur. Long ball forward. Liam Dolson's in a run here against Setchell. Setchell puts the ball back to the goalkeeper's street who shows his experience and side foots it out to Richardson. Richardson forward, good defended by Chris Arthur, back towards the halfway line where Albert Adu's under challenge from Alban Jones. Alban Jones comes up with a ball for Bedford, looking for Rennie Hours, his pocket picked expertly by Chris Arthur, Lee Rose's ball forward, and uh, everybody back on their heels, and it will go straight back to the goalkeeper, Alex Street. Five minutes left at Watson Park, we're leading the league leaders by two goals to one. Towering Edda comes in from Albert Adu, but McCauley on that far side will look for Michio, but uh, it's good work by Marcus Milner, but Josh Williams just can't keep it in. On the far side, it's his goal that separates the two teams, though. Fifth of the season for Josh Williams, started the season as a Royston player, but he's here on his second spell for Ware. And the ball uh, on the far side, in fact, he's gone out for a throw in the well, which uh, Marcus Milner will take. Milner down the line, looking for Liam Hope. Milner's going to get it back again, further down that touch line, and the ball goes out of play. As the uh, slip from Michio 
And we will have a throw-in. Josh Williams taking his time. Marcus Milner again will do the honours. Four minutes remaining. Nails being bitten. If you're behind the sofa and you're a wear fan at home, I'll tell you when it's safe to go out again. It's uh, safe at the moment for Wears. They're down by the corner flag, far side of the field. Marcus Milner will take the uh, throw in, and in the end, is that a foul throw? Quite sure what the referee's given there. I think it is a foul throw. So it's going to be a throw for Bedford, taken by Richardson over everybody's head. Running hell helps it forward. Mikhail Smith is going to put Chris Arthur under pressure. Turns it back for uh, Brad Robinson, and Brad just thumps it over the low stand on the far side, and now the play for a throw in to Bedford. More time to be taken as a ball is retrieved from the uh, way a dugout. So three minutes I make it remaining between where and what would be a famous victory. Paul he said if we win all our games in January, we'll be in contention. They won the first one and they're leading this one. Still defending to be done though. Satchel trying to keep it in on this near side. Manages to win a throw against James Mully, does he? No, he doesn't. It's going to be a throw in to where? James Mully. Said so impressed with him this afternoon. He's had an excellent game. Oh dear. Curse to the commentator who lets the ball slip out of his hands all the way to Tomlinson, then manages to get the tackle in. Bedford will have a throw in. Richardson will take it for them on this near side. Takes it quickly for Tomlinson. Richardson again, square ball, and uh, everybody has to go backwards. Auburn Jones is the one that pounces on it on this near side. Puts the ball in play, but uh, Rachel Esprit gets there for where? Heads it down. Now, but Adu will complete the clearance for Liam Hope. Liam Hope brings it down well. Liam Dolson had made an intelligent run inside him. But, uh, space closed down for Liam Hope. James Mully thumps the ball on this near side off of Keane. And it will go out for a throw in to where? Mully will take it down the line onto the head of Setchell Keane up in the air it's going to land inside the centre circle on the head of Dave Kendall Gretchen Esprit is being shoved and uh, there's a little bit of shoving back as far as he and Keane were concerned there ball chipped forwards reaction well by Mully again and allows Lee Rose to clear it Dalton can get on to the end of this but McGawley's there first for uh, Bedford Town we're almost into the last minute here at Watson Park. Surely that's not someone leaving. It looks like it is. Gretchen uh, Esprit does well. Good challenge by the youngster again. As uh, finds Milner on the far side. Milner's ball is a great one. Liam Hope's in all sorts of space down the right-hand side. Michio goes down to close that space down. Is Josh Williams for where? Williams off from the far side, pulls it back to midway inside the bed for a half for Milner. Milner's high cross on to the head of Lee Rose who'd come forward, but it goes wide of the target. But it takes more precious seconds off the clock for Alex Street to collect it and prepare to take a goal kick for Bedford Town. We're well into the last minute here at Watson Park. 
how, how long Lino is poor Halsey saying as he advances down the touchline. Dave Kendall heads it back. And the ball put forward. Can tell you now it's 2-1 to Kempston at uh, the Lomo Bar and Grill. Disappointment for Hartford Town. 2-1 here. But to the home team as Albert Adu clears it. And here goes Liam Dolson. Liam Dolson's in here. Down the left-hand side. And that is a super challenge by Charlie Sanders. Credit where it's due. He had to get it absolutely right, the big central defender, and he did put the ball out of play. Otherwise, Dolson would have been in. It's going to be a throw-in to where... Still don't know how long to be added on. Kevin Gaines having a word with the assistant now. The assistant's not giving us an idea. We've certainly have played time, as far as I'm concerned. We're into time added on for stoppages as we have a throw-in down on this near side. Albert Adu collects it off his chest. Albert still manages to maintain control, puts the ball in the area, but at one bounce straight into the chest of Street. He knows time's running out, long kick forward, looking for Mikhail Smith. Off the head of Marcus Milner is Rennie Howe. Rennie Howe chips the ball into the box for Tomlinson. Good defending to start with by Dave Kendall. Ball put across the box, header comes in from Howe over the top. But it's going to be a corner as it came off Marcus Milner last. So defending, last-ditch defending to be done by Ware here. Corner's going to be taken on this near side by Luis Michio. Everybody forward almost for Bedford. Not pushing the keeper forward, there's a surprise. Corner's going to be taken by Michio. Curls in, and he's still in the area, and the referee has pointed for something in the area. Well, whatever it is, it's going to be a free kick to Ware. Bedford player down in the box. Not quite sure who it is. But wait a minute, they're surrounding the referee here. One of the way he's pointed to the penalty spot. Oh, I don't believe it. I do not believe it. The referee has pointed to the penalty spot. Well, what has been seen in there and a controversial referee experience has got even worse here. They're shoving in there. We're having another look at it. Cannot see a thing here on the video. And the referee has pointed to the penalty spot. Well, let's look at last-minute drama here. I'm looking at the ball coming down, and I can't see a thing there. Can you? No. Well, a referee has given hand ball. We can't see one on the video. But Rene Au has got the opportunity to get Bedford out of jail here but his 21st goal of the season wow we're well into stoppage time How against Brad Robinson what drama at Watson Park How steps up and it's into the net Bedford have got out of jail and suddenly there's all sorts going on inside the six yard box that we don't want to see and I'm sorry, referee Mr Hartley, you've produced most of this. Robinson's gone down as the Bedford players have tried to get the ball back. And we stand here at 2-2. Well, what a controversial afternoon at Watson Park. Where thought they'd had it won. Bedford have come back with a goal in injury time from the penalty spot. And, well, there's going to be plenty to talk about with Paul Halsey. We've seen no handball on our video at all. And the referee has given Bedford 
a lifeline. Long ball forward on to the head. And uh, forward by James Mully. Once again, headed out, headed down by Mully. Can there be even more drama here? Ball goes out of play. It's going to be a throw in to where disappointment in the crowd, disappointment on the bench, disappointment everywhere. Paul Halsey will want to look at that video afterwards. See it on our YouTube channel. See what you make of it. As uh, ball goes through to Albert Addo. Oh, into the side netting. And Street was struggling. No doubt about it. Don't think the goalkeeper would have got there. Goal kick to Bedford. Oh, Paul Halsey's thoughts. Well, you'll want to hear them, won't you? They'll be on our match highlights package tomorrow. We'll want to hear them as well. We're so close to completing the league double over the league leaders and a controversial penalty giving Bedford a share of the spoils. Meanwhile, Albert Addo's been penalised. And it's going to be a free kick, which Keane's going to take. He took the corner, which resulted in the penalty decision. Corner to be taken, free kick rather to be taken by Sean Keane right in front of us. Here comes uh, Brad Robinson, collects the ball well under challenge and goes down under challenge from Richardson. Robinson gets up. Is there a last chance? Is there one more chapter? Long kick forward onto the head of Richardson. Going to be picked up by Marcus Milner. Milner's ball down the line for Josh Williams. Milner will pick it up again. Centre field looking for Lee Rose. It's Albert Adu can't control it. All right from Sanders. Chris, Chris Arthur controls it, but uh, Bank will come Bedford giving the ball away to Mully. Mully's ball forward gives it away again. Long ball forward. Mikhail Smith is offside. Slidesman's flag right in front of us. Gets ironic cheers from uh, the home fans. Brad Robinson will uh, take the uh, free kick for where? Well, the referee's found plenty of time added on here. As Robinson will take the uh, free kick for Paul Horses' team. Going to the far post, Lee Rose has come up. The ball headed up in the air. Albert Adu tries to bring it down. Arthur will react quicker than Mikhail Smith, but that ball's going to go out. And it's going to go out for a goal kick to Bedford. Surely that will be the last of the action here at uh, Watson Park. We're tagged back from a 2-1 advantage given to them by Josh Williams. By a controversial René Howe penalty in the last seconds. A street completes the goal kick from away to the far side. Still we play on. Williams comes back with Alban Smith. Threaded down that right-hand side for Marcus Milner. Milner, though, puts the ball down the line. Can't keep it in play. And uh, the ball goes out of play for a throw-in on that uh, far side of the field. Well, I make it. We've played five, if not six minutes over the top at the moment. Quite where the referee's got all that from, who knows? But we are continuing here at Watson Park. Maybe still a last chance for where Robinson's kick headed on by Liam Hope. Is Josh Williams going in? Goalkeeper comes out, manages to collect it, and then it's cleared by Charlie Sanders. Far side, Bedford. 
think they may still go forward. Mikhail Smith helps it out to Rennie Howe on the far side. Where I've got a defender here. Ball pushed into the box. Here's Craig Mikhail Smith. Head to the area. Fired in. There he's gone in. Oh, no. Would you believe it? Hugh Albert-Jones has won the game for Bedford Town in six minutes of injury time. Where to? Bedford Town three. Oh, where did that come from? Uh, this is just going to add to the controversy. Like you were saying, where's the referee finding all this time from? Two late goals for Bedford Town now. And where players, are, you know, they're, they're down. You can see how they feel. But uh, this, this, this is going to be spoke about a long time yet. This ridiculous... I mean, well, where's he found all this time? I don't know. Seven minutes over the top we've played. Where seven minutes has come from in a second half, where in fact we had injuries in the first half, which took more time than we've seen in the second. It's unbelievable. I've got to say it. Fair play to Bedford for coming back, but that has been one of the worst refereeing performances I have seen in many, many years. Ridiculous ridiculous refereeing performance Bedford Town have won here by three goals to two and you could do without the taunting that's going on by certain Bedford players at the moment as well two goals from Hugh Albert Jones one in six minutes of added time a controversial penalty and scuffles occurring at Watson Park don't want to see that and I'm sorry, Mr. Hartley, the referee, because he has produced a lot of it. Paul Horsey's getting himself involved now. Liam Hope's involved. There's ugly scenes at Watson Park. We don't want to see this, no matter what happens. And, well, what can you say about an afternoon like this? Where have been beaten by three goals to two. It's their second home defeat of the season. And the referee has completely and utterly lost control of what's going on. Bedford are milking it, which I think is a little extreme in what's going on. It's disappointing for both teams here for me. Disappointing scenes in front of us. And the referee is just standing there. He's done nothing. He's done absolutely nothing. Let them get on with it. And that's the safer. This, this is all down to him and, and, and what he's done from the start of the game. He's let this situation occur. He's never got hold of this game. He's never had control of this game. And uh, you know, all, all this occurring, as you say, is, is down to his inept performance. And you, you were saying earlier, and, and, and I know, you know there is a shortage of referees, and referees get a lot of criticism and things like that, but performances like this don't help. He has been absolutely atrocious. Well, the floodlights went out, so we couldn't see what's going on, but there's still things going on on the pitch here. And our referee is coming towards us here. And well, that's told the story. Sorry if you heard words that you shouldn't, but uh, Tepper's running eye here. And that's the reaction to our referee. I've seen some referees in my time, and that is, well, that's a deplorable performance by a referee. 
absolutely. He's let all this develop because two challenges that he didn't book players for in the first half. And in the second half, he's given a highly controversial penalty. And uh, there's still players on the pitch. And uh, I've got to say, if you're listening from Bedford as well, I've been disappointed in your reaction to the Bedford players. Because when it gets like that, you get down the tunnel and you don't taunt the opposition. And I think they need to learn a little as well. It's been disappointing. Good luck to them for the rest of the season. But it's been a disappointing reaction from experienced non-league players for me. Yeah, there's no need, like you say, no. They, they went and milked it. And there's no way for that. Like, like you say, just get down the tunnel. And obviously you say good luck for the rest of the season, but not, not next week, Pete. Yeah, not next week. We're going to be seeing them again next week. But uh, where's experienced players? Let Bedford go down the tunnel, which is a very wise thing to do. They will be so disappointed in the way this has turned out. I think there will be further repercussions from what happened on the pitch afterwards as well. I'm still not sure why the floodlights went out. That's uh, something else to uh, where team are being applauded by their fans down the tunnel. But it won't change the fact they've been beaten for the second time here this season by three goals to two. They'll stay in fifth place in the league. But Welling Garden City, well, they'll have three games in hand now with just a t- two-point deficit. And uh, we'll let things calm down a little and we will go and talk to Bill Halsey. And I'm sure you'll want to hear that on 90 Minutes Live Match Highlights. It'll be available for you tomorrow, as will the highlights of this game. It's been quite the most dramatic we've seen so far this season finished 3-2 at the Erie to the away team it's finished 3-2 at Wadsom Park to the away team here Bedford have got away with three points they'll stay top of suddenly Division 1 Central but that does not tell anything like the story of the game here there's still things going on you'd think down the tunnel because uh, the supporters here gathered and looking and uh, Let's just bring you up to date with what's happened elsewhere while all that's going on. Full-time Burke Amstead won North Lee 1, which will mean North Lee will pull another point clear of where. In fact, North Lee will, uh, I think they may go above Dunstable there. Full-time Hartford 1, Gamston 2. That's disappointing for Ben Hurd and his team, who will take on Bedford Town this time next week on uh, 90 Minutes Live. So... Uh, as far as I make it, Bedford top 54, Burkhamsted second 49, AFC Dunstable third 42, North Lee on 42 as well, and Ware on 40. So that will be the uh, top five in the table. Welling Garden City in six played 20 games with 38 points. Ware will have played 23 with 40. The, uh, the uh, fans making their way finally out of Wadsome Park floodlights have stayed off and well it's been a dramatic afternoon if you listen to us from uh, Bedford thank you for uh, listening and uh, you can join us again next week and we'll be watching Bedford Town again as they take on a Hartford Town at the Lomo Bar and Grill but uh, as far as we're concerned disappointing afternoon they got themselves back in the game and then a highly controversial penalty and a winner. Six minutes of injury time played in the second half that, well, 
whatever you felt warranted. Well, we certainly didn't feel it warranted that. There were uh, plenty of heroes out on the pitch, but unfortunately one of them wasn't wearing black. Don't want to see Mr Hartley or Hartlett or whatever his name is ever again after this afternoon at Watson Park. Thanks for listening to uh, 90 Minutes Live. It's always exciting, isn't it? Come on. And I hope you join us next week for more of the same. We'll be live from the Lomo Bar and Grill at 2.55. It'll be Hartford against Bedford Town this time next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I'll leave you with a full-time score here of where to Bedford Town 3.